0: Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast.
1: 54 megabots or something, so I guess that's good.
2: Cool. Alright then, here we go. The show of the 2020 year. Woo. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys, and Andy. Hey now. Ah, <laughs> you need to give a little more
0: oomph to that. <laughs>
2: uh, you're like, hey now. <laughs> uh,
1: hey now.
0: You sound like you're another year older.
1: <laughs> yeah. <I am. laughs> All right. On the holidays. <laughs> <Still Nice>. over. <hungover. laughs> yeah. Nice.
2: All right. This is episode number two zero seven. Welcome to twenty twenty. It's a new year, new decade. Nice. Yeah. In true fashion, let's uh, catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first?
1: Who indeed? Andy? Who, me? Yeah, I can go first. (laughs)
0: If you don't
1: mind. Yeah. Well, I flew a little bit. I eat quite a bit. (laughs) Hung out with my kids. And... Didn't get a whole lot much else done. whole lot much else. I f- apparently forgot how to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was hungover, didn't I? Uh, the only thing's hobby-wise, I helped a guy set up a, an Icon 2. Uh, this was actually New Year's Eve. he came come over. It was having trouble getting it connected. And turns out it was in bootloader mode because it had... Uh, He tried to update it, and the update got – he was doing it over Bluetooth, I guess.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: something – like it got interrupted. So then it threw everything off. So once I kind of was able to redo the firmware update, like manually, everything seemed to work fine. And got him all set up on his heli, and he's been flying it. Uh, and I bought a set of the skis from random Hilly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, from Ray got those over the break. I haven't tried them out yet, but they look really sweet. They're, they're really nice. Like the way he's made them and stuff with the skid clamps.
2: You got to send a uh, pictures over because I, I don't yeah. have any idea what it looks yeah, like. I'll
1: t- yeah. I was meant to do that and forgot anyway. So I get those put on and, and tested out which I had used them uh, when I did the competition
3: Mm -hmm. at the
1: Hill Extravaganza, And I just got thinking, you know, I'd like to have a set of those just to tool around with. They weren't that expensive. And it's going to be fun to do big, long sliding autos at the field or here at my house or whatever. Mm -hmm. Something different, interesting. Cool. I kind of find myself in a little bit of a slump here lately. I just don't really have the desire to get out and fly that much, which is not a big problem. But I don't have that much of a desire to work on my broken stuff either. <laughs> so that is that is a problem. Mm. I got I got lots of projects I need to be working on. I just always find mm-hmm. something else to do instead. So I don't know what's going on. I think it's just a little slump. I think it's this time of year, dude. It might be.
2: But isn't this time of year like kind of like your off season where you yeah, can dedicate have, more time? Yeah,
1: that's true. The weather's been kind of crappy here though. It mm-hmm. it was really warm uh, a few days through Christmas. Of course, mm-hmm. I was well. I was sick for. Let's see, I was sick for like three days right through Christmas. Oh, jeez. Uh, so the pretty weather, I really wasn't able to get out and fly. And then on the weekend, I had the kids and we were doing Christmas dinners and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then the following week, it just been really windy and rainy and just, just nasty. And I really didn't feel like going outside and doing anything. So I got to fly a little bit on t- a couple different occasions over the two-week break but not as much as I probably could have if I really pushed it. So I, I don't know what's going on. Just just don't have the desire as much right now. Like I said, it's probably just a slump. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think this time of year I've, I've kind of realized over the years that uh, after Christmas, and I've always said Christmas comes too early because you've got yeah. all this snow not well up here in the, in the northeast, you know, you got all this snow that we got like at least – the chance of snow for the next three months and so you're like all right christmas is over i've kind of had enough of it yeah (laughs) yeah now it's just starting really so everybody's kind of depressed and you know you don't have a day off coming
1: up for a while right right it's just the winter slump i guess Yeah. yeah i'm not going anywhere i just feel like i'm in a a little bit of a slow spell so i want to hear about you guys what have you been up to i can go next steve if you
0: want sure oh so this is my big two-week adventure man yeah how was it how's traveling huh for for the holidays traveling was uh, a little exciting man to say the least so i boxed up my 550 my logo 550 and Mm -hmm. i had it in two boxes i had like a main box which was normal size and then i had the extended piece which had the tail in it and the blades in it okay which, which was in an umbrella sized box you know yeah so i took them both to the post office before i left and when i was shipping them out both going to the same place both like whatever it was priority three day or whatever was that Mm -hmm. you know was reasonable the woman behind the counter took out a tape measure and measured the the one with the blades in it and the tail in it and i thought that was kind of like a little i'm like why is she doing that okay didn't think too much about it i get on a plane my experience with the TSA and my lipo battery was no big deal. I had it in a plastic bag. It was a forty one hundred battery, I think. It was under okay. the the hundred watt hours when you added up. Uh, you know it the voltage. Yeah, I only took one. Uh, but the kid did look at it like it, it was alien. You know, he had no idea what it was. It was just, but he took <laughs> it out of the bag and like swabbed it. You know, and I said, mm-hmm. "It's it's a battery, it's a lipo battery for you know a helicopter." So got through TSA, no problem. Nice. Got down to Florida, and my wife was like, your one box is here. And I'm like, oh, I shipped two boxes. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean the one box is there? And she's like, the one is here. I don't know what happened to the. And I shipped them a week before. Like, I, I flew down on a Saturday. I think I had shipped them the Saturday before, and she flew down, like, Wednesday in between the two Saturdays.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm like, that's weird because it should have been there on Friday before I was even, you know, there. Right. So I kind of was like, oh, well, maybe we'll get it tomorrow. You know, tomorrow came and went and didn't get it. And I had shipped down my 3D printed little indie car. So I, I kind of looked at a sourced out of like a local hobby shop and went down there and was talking to one of the guys and just, you know, looking around the store and stuff. These your basic like hobby store. It was, it was, it was pretty funny at one point. I'm walking around, and he's got everything. He's got cars, trucks, planes, and he had two old Blade 550 helicopters or Blade 500, I don't know, they were 500 size, like okay. way up. And I see a guy walk in, and he's got a cell phone, and I hear him going, oh, they got these two big helicopters. We should get him one of those. And I'm thinking to myself, no, you don't no. want to do that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're talking to, but no.
1: It's so horrible, yeah.
0: Uh, but I, dude, I don't know. What do you say? You know, you don't walk out of, I was like, I'm not saying anything. Then I I kind of lost him in the store. I got my batteries and I was having some fun with the car, you know, racing that around. Nice. Uh, got in touch with Steve Shaw and, uh, who's kind of very close down there brought me out to the field that, that I didn't even know existed. I was driving probably 45 minutes to the, uh, Sundancers field. And yeah. that's great field, man. It's really, it's huge. They got everything, the lake, everything. I've mm-hmm. described that before. But this field that uh, Steve took me to, man, really amazing. Like, dude, four times the size that we have. It's a, it's like an airstrip almost. It's like Allen's airfield. Nice. Okay. But like twice the distance from the road to where we usually hang out. Like twice that distance. The over. Depth. Yeah awesome okay depth wise yeah mm-hmm. and they have they have an rc crawler like area they have a big like rc truck like Traxxas oh, type awesome. I love that. yeah that was really cool yeah and uh, they had a little heli area but i was there you know i i, I got um just a tour um with steve at, at one point when i got down there so then christmas came had a great christmas man with with my kids and it, it was just really cool like not to be rushed or go anywhere. And just we, we chilled out and, uh, had some great food, had some great southern cooking, man. Went to, uh, my, uh, daughter's coworkers. He had a smoker and it was ridiculous. I've never had prime rib this good. It was freaking insane. And I eat a lot of prime rib. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really good. So lo and behold, my freaking box showed up. I kind of was writing it off. I was actually on MikadoUSA.com and I was like, for trying to figure out how much this was going to cost me if I had to mm-hmm. buy all the parts and it was getting up there. Mm-mm. And I had taken out $500 insurance on like everything. I probably should have took out more, but I figured, you know, it's going to get there. Yeah. So it it did show up. I did get it together and then uh Steve invited me out again closer to the end of the week and I got some flying in. And this is where the story kind of gets really interesting uh because this 550 I had um my v-bar on it originally and i had the original tail on it and i was having a lot of tail wag issues with this one i don't know if you guys remember this or not i know it yeah, yeah, sure. does yeah and then i sent away f- to england for the metal tail conversion uh kit that bill talked me into getting mm-hmm. so thanks bill it kind of brought the tail wag down to i don't know it was flyable you could still see it every now and then but it was flyable well, I had shipped the Icon down there and set that up and my DX6, and that was a whole another, like, hours of, like, setting that up. Trying to learn that
2: again. <laughs> Trying to
0: learn that again. Yeah. That I mean, sucks. Yeah. I was talking to Mike D, like, I was texting uh-huh. him a little bit, and he was like, yes. he was like, uh, I can't believe I can actually say that I helped somebody.
2: <laughs> yes, he, not to interrupt too much, but he came to me, like, the next day we were flying together, or Sunday, whatever, he was like, I've had like the the moment of like this like i don't know this feeling when i actually helped someone else in the hobby with a helicopter like you know when he described the whole story but yeah he was really excited and Uh, happy that he helped you
1: i never had a six i isn't it kind of the very limited basic radio yeah they had yeah it doesn't have the same features as like a seven or eight or nine
0: yeah the other models are definitely more advanced
1: yeah the menu structures are different too
0: yeah menu's different this has 10 models and that's it i mean it's kind of like your low-end radio but it did everything fine once i figured out what it needed to do you know Mm. one of the things that was throwing me off was you know our swash plates are you know have three servos on it three different directions uh, 120 or whatever so Mm -hmm. that's what i put in initially and and I could not get it got working right. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Then once I started talking to Mike and he sent me a picture, I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Because our servos, the configuration thinks it's four axis. Yeah, that's for, yeah, for
1: CPPM mixing in, in right? The radio. Right. Yeah.
0: So once mm-hmm. I got that figured out, uh, definitely things were a lot better. And I didn't have a pitch gauge. I was kind of eyeballing a lot of stuff. But the, the heli was set up. And flying before, so there was a lot of like mechanical stuff I didn't feel like I had to do, and I was kind of right about it, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't get rescue working or anything like that. I had like two flight modes because it's only got the switch. I don't know if Steve. there's probably is a way to mix a third switch, a second switch in there. I don't know, but the all the switches have two positions, so yeah, it was like idle up one and two, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And I did initially tried to fly it in normal mode dude and i was like it was it was like it was on water it was like a boat on water it was like all over the place tail going and it was just all over and i was like oh this is not gonna work i'll just go straight into idle up Mm -hmm. but the Mm -hmm. interesting thing is the tail wag was gone i had no tail wag issues with the icon and this is with the original mikado tail not the upgraded no this is with the upgraded
2: oh okay okay
0: i would like to actually try it maybe i'll Send that down. Shift I think that down. I did yeah. ship all my parts down. But I was I was blown away. I was like, this thing's not wagging at all. Not even the slightest little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's what Icon V version one that needed like a dozen updates to it. Sure, <laughs> and so did my, you know, programming software. But I eventually got a flying. I got a couple of flights in at Steve's field there. And it was a little windy, it was a little overcast, but uh i was getting used to it really quick i probably had a little too much of everything in in it because it was really sensitive but uh, once i got it up there and was whipping it around I was like all right this is this is going pretty good it was, it was really nice. i had a really good couple good flights down there and uh, i'm glad I was able to you know get some flying in
1: yeah that's cool
0: and my son-in-law he picked up a uh a Traxis, um I don't, know, I don't know if it's a truck or it's a car it's one of those it's not four wheel drive. It's two wheel drive, like race car or whatever dirt and you know, uh, like a car. buggy. Yeah. So maybe
2: the um, I forget what it was called. Ah, uh, it's not the E Revo. That's that's four wheel drive.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't the Rustler. Really, it wasn't quick. I think it was the Rustler. Yeah. Yeah. Not a quick one. He got the you got the um the brushed motor, which was only like sure. 35, mm-hmm. 40 miles an hour, but that was quick enough for him it's on still the fun. Little, yeah. Yeah. And he brought it down to the field and went to the track, you know, and I got a chance to drive a couple laps around. That was, that was really cool, man.
2: That's fun. Yeah. It really is jumping and stuff. Yeah. It's cool.
0: Yeah. And Steve was really cool. He was like, you know, John, if you want to come back, you know, you can come back anytime you want as my guest Mm -hmm. or guest or whatever, you know, or we'll, we'll get you to join the club. And he was like, you know, Kevin's not probably not coming back for a while. So, you know, you need to get that helicopter out and, and practice hovering that for him. Keep it warm, <laughs> yeah. Keep, yeah. Going, yeah. <laughs> keep like, it all lubed up and going. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> so, uh, Steve's a hoot. Yeah. yeah, he's a good, good dude, man. We went out to lunch and I had, I had a good time, man. It was nice, nice, good time down there.
2: Nice.
0: So got back, worked on my willy Nilly's plane over the last couple of nights. Uh, you know, New Year's was New Year's. Judge chill out on New Year's, mm-hmm. and uh, that plane's ready to go, dude. I'm ready. I don't think I have to do anything more to that except throw it in the air.
3: Yep. Oh, I
0: do want to put some more decals on it. I got some on order and I want to do those. Just got a few cheap ones coming from eBay. And also a buddy of mine at work gave me this cheesy freaking Chinese quad thing that I guess his kids got him. And he was like, I can't fly this freaking thing. He goes, every time I hit, take off it shoots straight up in the air so i'm like all right um so i charged it up i took it out to the to the driveway now i have a small like i have a small house and i have like a small driveway I fit four cars in it and that's kind of like the cylinder that goes up to through the trees like i have pine trees all around me so i have mm-hmm. like this little yeah. window that goes up maybe i don't know 60 by 60 or whatever it is um probably not even that big so i take this quad out i put it in the driveway. I, I get it through its initialization and calibration and all this shit. And it's got a camera on it, but I didn't, you know, hook it up to my phone or anything. I hit takeoff. It takes off and just goes straight up. <laughs> so I hit the, I hit down on the throttle, and it starts to drop a little bit, a little bit. And I'm like, okay. And I get it down to about, like, eye level, and I start flying around a little bit. But it, it keeps wanting to just climb straight up.
3: Okay.
0: So I, I landed it. <laughs> And then I was like, "This stupid freaking!" I was like, "Maybe it's something to do with uh, I gotta hit something else, or I don't know what I was doing. I was hitting buttons on it, yeah. And and I mean, it's crashing into stuff, and I'm like laughing because it's just I could care less about this thing, and it's just cheap, you know. So the last flight I had on it, dude, I, I freaking I hit takeoff, and it shot up. It had, it went over the trees. It had to be like a hundred and something feet up in the air. And I'm holding down and I'm like, shit, it ain't stopping. It's just going and it's going and it's going and it finally stops, right? And <laughs> it stops and I'm watching the blades and the blades stop as it comes down and then start spinning <laughs> the other way. <laughs> and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of moving it and I thought I was moving it, but it was dropping. I don't know whether it was the wind or just me, yeah, but it came down, down dude. And I was like and it hit the ground and I was like, Holy shit, I just auto-rotated a quad. (laughs) It was so funny. I come walking in the house, and my wife is like, What the hell happened? Were you chasing it? And I said, No, I've been laughing my ass off. She was like, You're all out of breath. I'm like, Yeah, from laughing too hard. Stupid quad. (laughs) Andy, you know Kevin was like,
2: What do you mean that thing's taking
0: off like Give it to
2: me. Give I to got me. this. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, hold my beer. I got this.
1: And then it was like,
2: oh, shit. So he oh up. shit. He's like, oh, damn. Oh, shit.
1: What the oh, shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was so crazy, man. That's awesome. Oh.
0: But that's probably, I mean, all, all the stuff I can think of hobby related. I went to see Star Wars. That was pretty good. I really liked it. Went to see with the kids. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I watched it, too um we'll nice. talk about the show the kids um the kids got me an actual quad for christmas well another cheap one and i was flying mm-hmm. around the house and uh that nice. was that one i did hook up to my phone and that yeah. was funny because the lag was
1: i was like oh, yeah. Can't oh fly yeah this you hit the wall and then you see it on your phone three seconds later <laughs> exactly i was getting nice.
0: like one frame every like second it was like i right, <laughs> can't
1: fly this no way yeah, we'll flight. do a yeah, we'll do a Star Wars review episode in, in the future. Okay. Mm.
2: <laughs> at least at least for the, the final like the this trilogy, right? Yeah. I guess I have some comments.
1: Um But
0: that's dude, that that's it. I wish mm-hmm. I could have got to the field um but just been doing more stuff around the house and uh just slowly printing out some more parts for the RTD too and that's that's really it. Um can't think of anything else hobby related that I did, man. Cool. So what have you been up to, Steve? Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know,
2: this year's Christmas and New Year's, uh, New Year's is usually like, like kind of like yours. You know, we just kind of stay at home with the family and stuff. But Christmas this year, we also decided to do that and not to like, you know, we did go like over to, um, Maria's mom's house and kind of like dropped off some gifts and stuff. But Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we just spent it at home. Like nice. we did a very low key. Very low stress. We just cooked, like, you know, we cooked some dinner and stuff. And oh, my wife cooked some dinner. She did a great job cooking a whole bunch of stuff. But, like, we did it very low key and everyone was just happier. <laughs> it was just so much less stress. Um, yeah. So, you know, and we have a new addition to the family. We did end up adopting that cat. So oh. we now have a cat in the house. Oh, so congratulations. we have a cat, a cat named Frankie. And, and of course, we still have Max. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got a chance to pretty much fly every weekend, um, you know, but only for a short time because it's kind of like the holidays and there's like things that my wife want to do. And and even for myself, I just kind of wanted to go to the field, spend like three, four hours and then come home, you know, not, not yeah. go too close. But it's kind of cold and the weather's kind of shitty. Yeah. So as long as I get like a little bit of my fix in, I'm OK. I don't really need to freeze my hands and ass off to, you know, and potentially crash or do something stupid. Um, but talking about crashing, I did have a little small incident with my black nitro. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, this was like, um, was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was either yeah, last weekend or no, it wasn't last. It wasn't this past Sunday, but it was two Sundays ago, I think. Um, and I had a little bit of an electronic failure. Um, don't want to really go into it, but basically the, the helicopter dropped out of air around 15 feet. And this thing crashed like a champ. It didn't crash on the, the exhaust side, which is like rare. Right. Yeah,
3: lucky. Right.
2: Yeah, rare and very lucky. Um the only thing I had to order parts for was the main grip arms, got a little tweaked. Uh the main blades, you know, got destroyed. So those that kinda went with it. And a tail fin. Nice. And that was pretty much it. Dang. I did get it all fixed. I got my parts in. I fixed it. And then this past Sunday, I did like four flights just on this one helicopter. I just want I wanted to do the shakedown flights on it. I want to make sure it's good to go, Um, you know, get it ready for like the next flying day or the events or whatever. So I just kind of wanted to like beat on it and make sure it worked. And it was 20 degrees with 30-mile-per-hour gusts freezing and like my hat's flying off because it's so windy. It's one of those – it's one of those headwinds. So like, you know, just your your eyes are tearing and everything. So it wasn't really a pleasant day. And you know it's windy when your helicopter is hovering. And yeah, granted, the helicopter's like tilted a lot, but the exhaust stream is a straight line coming back. And my <laughs> deflector points down. My you know, I have a little rubber deflector <clears> and it points throat> down, throat> but that exhaust was coming straight out because it was so windy that the wind Holy was just shit. keeping a jet stream look. It just looked like a jet stream of nitro smoke. It was awesome, um, but the helicopter was pulling. The motor was pulling so damn hard. Like I, you know, like Kevin, you see me flying. I do my like, you know, I do a backflip, a half pirou, backflip. Yeah. You know, and I do like this like set of combination of maneuvers that I kind of call my like smacky stuff, like where I kind of stick bang a little and and like pop and do a lot of like collective stops. That that motor was like. Eh, the whole time didn't didn't make any like like boggy noise nothing and i get i dig into 13 13 and a half degrees of collective with cyclic you know so Hmm. i'm digging into it and the motor is just freaking purring perfectly i was like i've never experienced that before because every time i've flown nitros like i'm a little heavy handed with the sticks you know i'm still learning so I was really impressed. Like I wonder I if that breathe. was
0: because of the crispness of the air, maybe, or mm-hmm. was it I, I, cold cold, dense air? It's mm-hmm. very cold,
2: dense air and like, you know, I run usually pretty lean. I mean not pretty lean, pretty rich. And I think it just kinda like worked itself to be that perfect tune where mm-hmm. it was just on point. That one oh five was purring so nicely. Nice. Um which made me more excited, but I was just too cold to go fly any more than that, so uh let's see what else did i do oh we i got that helicopter from mike um maybe about a month ago now it was that align 550 e that the club um that who eric donated right for, to the club so that way we can use it as a club trainer so i got the helicopter from mike which he got from eric mike threw in um uh, MSH Brain version one with two satellites and like it came with a battery and everything so I was like alright so during this period that we had time off I was like let me wrench on it I did a um all the spinning parts I did a full tear down so like full tear down the head full tear down the tail you know like everything else seemed pretty good I went over all the frame bolts and you know like reloctited all of those I didn't like take like the the transmission gear like the um their torque tube gears or anything like that I didn't t- bother with any of that stuff but everything else that was spinning i kind of pretty much took care of and i rebuilt it got it set up got the icon set up and wow well, i forgot what that looked like <laughs> yeah <laughs> for for the longest time i had trouble getting the computer to recognize the icon because i guess my old laptop just i don't know something got out of date i tried reinstalling the uh, brain software or the icon software and couldn't get it going. It it didn't recognize it um, And then I ended up using my gaming desktop machine and I was like, whatever Let me try it. I brought it into the house wired it up and it worked So I did the full setup I went through all the basic menus. I did set up the flight modes to be like basic, you know with like I guess I guess it has like an auto level kind of deal, right? Is in like a basic mode or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, but you really shouldn't use that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I programmed it because I wanted to try it, but yeah, I don't think. And then I did like a you know sport and a a mild 3D mode. Like I didn't even go to the high highest 3D setting because it's a trainer. Yeah, so. for a
1: trainer, you probably uh, the acro is more. It's as high as you really need to go.
2: The acro, so it's like sport, it's like basic sport and acro, something like that?
1: Well, it used to be, it used to be like beginner acro Uh 3D, extreme 3D, but now 3D is extreme 3D and acro is plenty enough 3D for 90% of people and the, the, the one below like sport or something's probably as high as you need to go for a trainer. If you're going to do a trainer. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But you yeah. can go
1: into the ad- advanced settings and kind of look at the rates and stuff.
2: So I set it up with that basic sport and, like, acro, I guess, or, like, the, yeah. not
1: the extreme 3D. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because I wanted to be able to fly it and do some maneuvers on the acro yeah. side. But also, like, if, you know, someone's very nervous, and it's a 550, so it's, like, yeah, for someone who's never flown a helicopter, a 550 seems very intimidating. So I wanted to make it a basic setup where it's very watered down and slow-moving. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I haven't test flown it yet or anything like that, but that is done and ready to go, um, for, a um, remade in or made in, I guess. Uh, let's see, what else did I do? Oh yeah. I got a, I bought a new 3d printer. This is for the heli heads guys. They love
1: us when we talk about 3d. Yeah, lots stuff. of people seem to enjoy 3d print talk. So go ahead.
2: Yeah. So I bought a Creality CR S, wait, CR10S Pro. Um, it's funny story because one of my co-workers, we're like on Slack talking, and he's like, Oh, you know, he's like this this Japanese guy who likes to like cosplay and do Comic-Con and all this stuff. He's like, Yeah, I want to get back into cosplay, and I'm thinking about getting a 3D printer. I was like, Oh, dude, you gotta get this. If you're gonna do cosplay, you gotta get a big build platform. You need to go C R S uh, CR10S, right? Right. And then I'm looking it up, and he's looking it up, and he's like, oh, cool, yeah, I think I'm going to get it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you can get a deal. And I'm like, wait a minute. I pulled out Josh Goodrell's card out of my wallet from a because I was like, I think a sells 3D printers." So I looked on a and we got 10% off. And he bought one, and I'm like, screw it. Buy one, too. So I ended up buying <laughs> one. Um, nice. So we both bought them, but – I, I so I got I got the 3D printer in and I got like four prints and I was like yes this is awesome it's printing good it freaking it heats up really fast the bed's sticking everything's awesome I go and I'm like okay I'm gonna start the next print which I'm gonna print out a Toyota four cylinder engine that like I found on Thingiverse that's like a working engine and you could like crank over and stuff and I'm like cool I'm gonna do this I go upstairs you know I, I set the print I go upstairs I come back down and I'm like Grrr. I'm like what the fuck oh, is shit. that noise and it's the stepper motors trying to move the belt and it's slipping because the bed leveling sensor failed and uh, and there's no Z limit stops, right? So most 3D printers have like a little micro switch that will stop it from going any further right. um, mm-hmm. on the Z axis. But this doesn't have it because it has this little, I don't know how it does the sensing, but it has a little optical sensor or whatever it is, sensor. That stops it from going any further. Well, that failed. So what did, what did it do? It dug all the way in and tried to print Uh while the nozzle is dug into the bed. It's like Mm. trying to print. And I was like, uh, let me just pull the power, pull the power, looked at everything, replugged everything seated, you know, try to do my little IT stuff, turn it off and on again, reseat every wire and. I was like, okay, oh, wait, it's lighting up. It's working because it has a little light on it. I tried to print again, and, well, I leveled the bed again, and then let it do its auto-leveling, like, little dance where it goes through each quadrant and, and kind of checks itself. And that went through good, so then it started heating up. I said, okay, let's print this. started heating up the bed, and then it did it again. And at that point, I just turned it off and left it. So oh, I got a new 3D printer, and then a day and a half later, I broke the 3D
1: printer. So... So it, it, it does the auto level part, but then it goes too deep when it goes to start the first layer print. Is that what you're saying?
2: So the auto level part, like it was intimate. Like it would kind of like the, the sensor would work. And I'd be like, all right, the sensor's working. Let me re, you know, level the. It does like a level point in the middle. And then once mm-hmm. you do that, you do like this, you push a button and it basically goes to like 12 quadrants on the thing to double check to make sure that everything is even. And if it's not even, it'll calculate the unevenness in the software. Yeah. So it'll.
1: But so do you, do you manually level it before that? To you manu- to, you only level to it, it pretty close.
2: You level it once in the center. Like when you, when you go to the leveling set uh, mode, it, it Z's everything just goes down to this one section, and then you lose. You actually use like a little screwdriver to kind of like readjust that sensor. And yeah, and but I will, mean,
1: is at any point did you manually move the head around and check no, no, no. the four corners?
0: No, because it don't does you it think automatically. Don't It's supposed to do it, it's supposed to do it automatically from your sensor.
1: No, I understand it's supposed to do this and that, but no, but you're not if hearing it's me. Way After, out of square, you don't think it. It would be better to have it like really close to level yeah, but before it does the virtual yes. leveling. No, but you do, you do.
2: You level it in the center. That's how it does it. It levels right in the center of the build platform. You're
1: not leveling in the center, you're just setting a Z, right? Yes, but listen. You'd listen, have to you, go to all four corners to actually level I know.
2: Listen. So you do so <laughs> so you level in the center once and you push a button and what it okay. does, it splits the build platform into twelve quadrants. Right. And it goes to each quadrant, checking each quadrant. So it levels no, I, itself twelve times on the bed, on all as like. Think about taking a a twelve by twelve square and you split it into. No, I could, I understand all that. Yeah. So then, then you do that, and that confirms that everything is level. And then you start your print, and then it does like you know heats up the bed, heats up the extruder. Then it goes like and. Basically, it z's every axis and then it comes into the center and starts to print. So it automatically, like not automatically, you have to tell it to do it, but it does that every time I level a bit, I make it do that like adjustment test to make sure that it's not going to scrape or it's not reading incorrect, you know, on and off points for the the sensor. And still it just, you know, decides to crap out on me. So I just think the sensor itself is
0: bad. I understand what Andy's saying about manually leveling the bed first, but what Steve is saying is even though you don't do, you don't have to do that, it still shouldn't crash into the.
1: No, no, no. I agree. But I'm just wondering why the, once it does the leveling, why does it even need the sensor? If the sensor's failing, I mean, it shouldn't even touch the bed after it's done the initial leveling. Correct.
0: No. It's because there's no there's no uh switch, there's no Z access limit. Mine comes down on that switch and then I take it from there. Oh,
1: okay. I see. Yeah. Steve's yeah.
0: Steve's Z access limit should be that sensor that's right next to okay. the nozzle. The which is okay. failing. Which yes. is failing.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's so, a there's a couple of different uh, upgrades you can do for that nozzle or for that measurement tool. There's one bluetooth one it's like dt
2: bed leveling sensor or some shit that i saw a replacement on ebay that doesn't look like this sensor it actually looks like a a little spring-loaded touch thing that right actually like touches the bed yeah. and spring loads itself um which i mean i don't mind buying and using but you know i mean i just printer's not cheap it's like 500 and change so it's like you want to like, after four prints, if that fails, I want them to replace it. Like, yeah. I want them to give me a new sensor and a new, like, not the whole bed, but at least the, the vinyl cover that goes on the bed that got scraped up. So, I got a support call in with them, and we'll see. We'll see. They're, they're on China time, so they might just be waking up around now.
0: See, dude, the one I built myself has no limits, which is on any anything. Uh, I think I have something wrong... Uh, I don't know. The Z axis is on the top. Uh, the the limit switch is on the top. I think there's supposed to be one on the top and bottom. There's there's a min and max. Like, yeah. I have nothing on the one I built myself. I just I bring it down and I set it up every time, like with a piece of paper, and I'm like, okay, just move it to the side. And
1: yeah, see, I don't understand why it would need to go down to that sensor when it starts printing, because once it does the bed leveling, it should know where the bed is, so it just. You know, I don't know. It should be down to whatever millimeters off the bed the first layer starts and go from there.
2: I know what you're saying. Why it
1: goes all the way down and touches it?
2: Because I think the problem is is that like this machine and I've like my A Net A8 doesn't do this, but this machine once it like once it heats up, it does like the Z axis dance. It like homes itself and goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And then it switches over to the code, the G code that's on the file, the the micro SD card. But because it's going up and down up and down and then the code saying like, okay, let's start running. It doesn't – I don't know. Maybe it's just not correlating like it's moving up three millimeters. Now move it back down three millimeters to start and it's not. It's Mm -hmm. just going straight down and it – I mean – that noise that it makes, I could boot this up and try to print something. It is like, grrr, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's a, like, oh, that's gonna
1: damage your belts if yeah. you did that. long. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. You know, so after after the second time that the did that, I was like, let me just turn it off. And you know, I think the nozzle still kind of dug into the bed. I didn't even bother fixing. It. I was like, whatever.
0: And you were using the same slicing tool for both for all the times, right? You didn't change all the prints, all the yeah. prints. I didn't
2: change anything, no. I didn't change anything. The profile's the same. The um Interesting. The infill I changed, but that shouldn't affect anything. Like, now with the, the, the G-code Mm-mm. and the Z-axis stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. We'll get it fixed or replaced or figured out sooner or later. Um I did also buy something else. I got me another nitro motor. What? Yeah. I wanted to try it. You know, talking to Tom and... And Scott, it's like, man, you guys got me wanting to try a YS motor. So so someone was selling a YS motor for pipe, a uh, Hattori pipe online, and so I bought it. So I got a YS96 SRX Tariq motor coming with a Hattori um, soft-mounted pipe for the YS91. so
1: well, the most challenging one to start with, didn't you?
2: Yeah, well, figure, <laughs> you know,
1: why not? Yeah, jump in with both feet
2: yep (laughs) um so we'll see i I gotta figure out what i'm gonna do with this because i don't know what to put it in
0: (laughs) you have to buy another helicopter
2: yeah yeah i don't know put it in that kraken nitro thought about one of them whether it's a kraken nitro or a black nitro i mean i could also just buy another black nitro too i mean those kits are the sport kit is so cheap you know, but the, that's really the outfitting the the rest of the stuff that that gets. Yeah, it's uh, not the kit. It's, it's yeah, all other stuff. Servos, finding a switch glow, and all this stuff. But yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll get the motor in. I'm gonna. I, I actually want to take it apart and see, um, like maintenance wise and rebuilding wise. Like how different is it than a y, um than an OS? You know, um, kind of get to lay the lay land, figure out that motor, and specifically like because uh, the the um, regulators on the bottom and. You know, you see a little fuel line that goes to the regulated to the carb, and it's just a different setup. So I'm just interested in like learning that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. brand of motor. So, so I got one. Nice. All right. This main topic, man. This is one of those. You know, it's funny. Um, we, you know, we were talking before the show, and I think our we said our second episode, right, was talking about the FAA registration. Right. And then, what is it, um, that was 2015, so five years, uh, that was 2016, I should say, four years later, we're now back to talking about the FAA, and now what is this, remote ID tags, what, what is all this stuff?
0: All right, so everybody first, take a deep breath, relax, we're here, Free Fall is here for you, <laughs> <laughs> we understand there's issues definitely post on our Facebook page and yell and scream. We we won't stop because I'm probably going to yell and scream also.
2: Yeah, it's bullshit, but okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, boy, well, within those two weeks that we had off, I listened to quite a bit of podcasts uh, who covered this. Uh, the uh, RC Roundtable guys did, did a show with the District 2 Vice President. Uh, I think his name's Eric. Uh, eric williams eric williams yeah and uh that was a pretty good show i I, i'm we can start i'm gonna start off there uh lee definitely did a lot of reading uh on this document and i could feel his frustration in the show and i kind of was yelling a few times at the radio as to why eric didn't wasn't more informed but it is a big document i know he's got a lot of stuff going on and uh You know, after seeing some of his Facebook posts and, and talking to people one on one on Facebook, um, you know, answering their comments, the guy does, I'm glad the guy's, you know, involved, uh, because he's trying to do what he can. He was on the council, which was made, making up the, the, um, the questions for this test that we all have to take now. I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing. I mean, geez, we go on break for two weeks. We come back and it's mayhem, you know? So, yeah, I mean, one of the things we're going to – I guess we're, we we didn't write here, uh, but we should talk about first is there's a online test. I think it's going to be online that uh, everybody's going to have to take. Uh, yeah. Is it free? It's, yeah, I, th- I believe it's free. I doubt uh, it. I could be wrong.
1: I doubt it's free. Yeah,
2: because the Part 107 ain't free, you know. Any other tests at the FBA?
1: What is it? A, like a knowledge, like proficiency test, just to.
0: Yeah. Well, think about it like this, too. They, they they kind of have it set up for 13 and older. So, you know, guys like Bill should be able to take it no problem.
1: I was going to say, can we use our emotional age? Because if that's the case, <laughs> we should all be okay. But,
0: it's, uh, dude, going into some of that now, I. I listen to their shows and i haven't read anything uh except a little tiny bit online on on the id tags and what what the basic summary of what's been going on but this whole thing about like uh if you're next steve you have a young son i mean if he wants to fly you have to be you have to take in this test at this point you know but let's not even talk about the id tags yet right now where we're at with this test you have to be the one to take this test if he's under 13 and yeah. And, and be with him as he's flying But I think that right. also If one person at our flying field or, or our club you know, Has taken this test Then I think we're all covered really I thought it was more of like If I take the test That's fine
2: but then I'm kind of Responsible for knowing this And kind of regulating this at the field So really yeah One person can take it but if that person doesn't want to be Responsible for anything then everyone has to take it and the idea of, like, Lee brought up a, a great point on the um, RC Roundtable. is like, you know, I think he was saying his son flies with him. Right. But whatever, what happens if he's not there, right? Or something happens to him and, and his son still wants to fly, but his wife has to now take him. Does his wife have to take the test? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like, this whole testing is ridiculous. And really, um, fine, you got to take a test. But, you know, make it so that, like, if you're under 13, you don't need to take the test. And meaning you don't need to take tests and you don't need to have someone there that needs you to be, you know, approved of this test. I just, I feel like that's just ridiculous.
0: I know it's, it's really strange what they're doing. And it, I really was trying to think of an end goal. Like, why is this all happening? And I, is it trying to kill our hobby? Is it monetary? Is it trying to kill, get us out of the way for, you it's trying know, trying to get us
2: out of the way, the yep.
0: drones? And, but I, I don't know. When it comes down to the whole next subject of the ID tags. I don't understand why it's not just hey we're in an AMA sanctioned area, you know let us let us do our thing in this in this you know whatever it is six acre area. I think area.
2: they I think they are trying to do that. I think the AMA is trying to advocate for that. Like yeah. if you're in an AMA field, you won't need a remote ID tag. But the the whole ta- like the you know the club has like a tag kind of deal. Like you know it's um, designated as a a tag free zone. Like you don't need to have one.
0: Um, yeah, that would take brains to come up with that. I think that would be a great idea. I I don't know if you know regulating bodies would see it like that though.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, so the remote tags. Let's kind of go into that. What what is that like? Are, is it per aircraft? Are we talking about, or is that like a registration thing where I'm registered or my radio's registered as as like an ID tag?
0: From what I can make out, it's a, it's an, it's a tag for each aircraft and they're going to change it from you being registered to now your, all your different aircraft is going to have to be separately registered. And
2: what I've read or heard is they don't even have this tag yet. No. Like they don't know what it's going to cost. They don't have any like, um, example of it or nothing. There's just like, well, we'll just develop this tag in the future when this log is passed. Like.
0: Right, and we yeah. got to make sure that we're clear about that too. This is all proposed stuff that yes. they're proposing now. Like to make the laws, they're going for you know Mach ten on everything, and you know we're gonna probably talk about it later. But you know this is why we got to get together now and start making our voices heard, uh, because this is all what they want to do. They're trying to grab as much as they can.
2: Yep. The, the tags okay fine the tags are the tags that sucks but if we can get by not having a tag because we're flying in a field i'm okay with that um i you know
0: and i know they specifically don't want to call them transponders because they're they're not really because that's but i don't I, I don't know they're treating them like aircraft but they're not it's, it's so weird they want to have it some kind of wi-fi enabled right thing which doesn't make sense to me because like half these fields like don't
2: have wi-fi right like you know, you can go, like, most of, the, most of America is, like, you know, farmland or just big land, right? Like, you're not going to
0: find Wi-Fi everywhere or cell service everywhere. No, where's the one place? What is it? Uh, Joe Nall, I think. Joe Nall. If, uh, Triple Tree, I thought, Triple right? Triple Tree. Uh, yeah, yeah, one of them. They don't have it. any
1: cell service or anything. Yeah. Cell service is horrible. Yeah,
0: and that's a huge place
2: that people fly all sorts of aircraft, you know? Right. I see, so.
0: It's, it's How's very, that gonna work? It's very weird what they want to do. It's just like I said. It seems like they're trying to grab at everything they can, and nobody really has any idea of, uh, you know what what. what yeah. I, I'd love to see like from their point of view what they what they're thinking. Yeah. What's um, their intention? What they what they think we do? You know? Do they think yeah. we have these giant? You know? They we're sitting in these things and flying around like George Jetson, or you know what? And it's even then. Like, It'd be a
2: light, lightweight, uh, lightweight aircraft,
0: which you don't need anything. Right. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, one of the most infuriating things, I don't know which way we're going to go with this topic, but one of the most infuriating things I heard on the uh, roundtable, the RC roundtable, was when I think Lee mentioned rocketry, and the guy yeah. went, Eric went, shh. And he was like, dude, don't tell me shut up. You know, these these are guys that should be part of our numbers. And I'm thinking the whole time, how does rocketry get a freaking green light when they're out because they're out of control because they're not controlled by men? All right. Well, I'll just put my helicopter, my my receiver down or my radio down. Just set it full throttle. All right. I'm not controlling it. So it's legal now. I mean, that, that made no sense to me. Yeah. That made absolutely no sense to me.
2: I mean, it might be no control, but, you know, potentially you can just point it at something and do damage, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah.
0: And unmanned, uh, dude, the whole term unmanned, that that drives me crazy, too, because I'm thinking, dude, I'm on the ground. I'm manning it from the ground. I'm not. Yeah. It's not unmanned. It's not a UAS, then. <laughs> they should have really, they should have really broken it up. And they made a good point on the show. If you guys haven't listened to it, definitely listen to it. They. Those guys got together on their Christmas break to to bring this stuff forward, and yeah. they made a great point about, um, you know, they they should have took into consideration GPS controlled device versus you know, RC controlled mm-hmm. device. If anything, yeah, line
2: of sight devices and stuff like that, right? Yeah.
0: Line, or line of sight versus FPV. I mean, I'd even go just for, for the GPS controlled stuff mm-hmm. because that is autonomous. That's not controlled by us. Uh, after you set it on its little waypoint yeah and those are the only things that are going to really do damage right because you and i standing on the f- uh, the flying field we can hear a plane coming before we see it you know mm-hmm. or you got other guys around you i mean geez, i, I want to start cursing but jeez louise we flew on uh we we we've definitely flown on multiple actual airport fields mm-hmm. yeah. where there's Full size active aircraft, runways, active mm-hmm. runways, guys landing, you know, mm-hmm. we, yeah. we, we just did it at, at one of the events we had in South Jersey where, you know, yeah. he was giving flights out. We had to clear yeah. the runway when he was, and there was no communication between that pilot and the ground. No, nope, But we still managed
2: and we're still safe about it. Yeah. But the, the, the whole thing about this is that it's not, it's, it's pointed at us, but we're not the problem. And I don't understand why the government can't see that we're not the problem. The problem is the rogue people that freaking do whatever they want. You're trappy. You're fucking, you know, um, your your people who buy DJIs at, at you know Walmart. You're terrorists. Like any one of those fucking people. Like they're the ones that are problem. They're never gonna register. They're never gonna get this remote right. ID. They're never gonna go to a club. They're never gonna do any of this. So why are you attacking the people that are doing the honest thing in the first place? And you know, and this and this is fair. Like this is this is the government we elect. I mean. That's not fair. This is stupid.
0: No. It's it's completely ridiculous.
2: Yeah. And then the club thing, this really pisses me off. So, you know, whatever. The ID tags, we don't really know what that's going to entitle because they don't even have any prototypes built. There's no idea. They don't even know what the hell they're talking about, this remote ID tag. But the clubs and registering the clubs, this thing pisses me off because there's a window of opportunity. And once that opportunity is over, there's no more nuke fields ever going to be able to come up. Yeah. and and that is ridiculous
0: yeah dude that's that's uh, that's just that's a blatant squash of the hobby right there yeah
2: so so Andy you know the the, the phrasing better for this so why don't you kind of uh, give us the the key points for this club
0: yeah
1: I'm trying that's sort I've been over here trying to read stuff but mm-hmm. um, one of the ways uh, is the FAA recognized identification area. And it says, this is how many traditional model aircraft will comply with remote ID, doesn't require any equipment on the model aircraft. But anyway, the way I believe it is written out, and I'm kind of paraphrasing and trying to remember from the, uh, AMA podcast, mm-hmm. but after the, the law goes into effect, there'll be a period of time where sites can be registered. As an, and this has nothing really to do with the, the AMA either. This is not AMA fields aren't grandfathered in or recognized mm-hmm. independently. This is any site would have to be registered with the FAA as a recognized identification area. And after that time is over, whatever it is, six months, a year, whatever, there is no way to. Frederick. Get one um, registered after that. Yep. As it is written right now. Yep. And um, which we'll get into in a minute. But one of the things uh, with uh, these writing comments and stuff that we have to to do now is get some amendments and changes to this because as it is now, this is a proposed notice of proposed rulemaking. So this. This is open for uh, adjusting, amending, and whatever. And we have 60 days to submit comments, or 90 days. 60, and I believe.
0: Also, in the, in the summary that I'm, I've read a little bit of, they're calling these CBOs the club areas, I believe. Is yeah. That, is that right? Community based organization. Yeah. And so AMA. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're saying uh, unless renewed, FAA recognized identification area, which is CBO would be automatically canceled and have no further force or effect as yeah, of the Yeah, it has day, to
1: be renewed every four years, I believe. Immediately after well. its exp-
0: expiration date. But then it goes on to say, uh, once, a recognized, once an FAA-recognized identification area is terminated, that CBO may not reapply to have that flying site established as an FAA-recognized identification area. So right. which means you're killing that field.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Or a club.
2: Yeah, I mean, or a club.
1: Clubs are yeah. based on fields often, The right? field shuts down, which a lot of times, I mean, the club that I'm a part of has been through four fields in the last 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. for one reason or the other. Sure. You know, this one closes for some reason. They move to another spot, and then the county needs that, and they move, you know. Mm-hmm. So, fields move around, and the club still stays intact, but the way it's written out, as soon as the field closes, then you're done. That's it.
0: Well, it does, no say, that,
1: that it does mm-hmm.
0: say a CBO whose FAA-recognized identification area has been terminated by the FAA would be able to petition for reconsideration by submitting a request for reconsideration and establishing the grounds for such reconsideration within 30 calendar days of the issuance of termination. But they really blanketed themselves by saying the FAA would be able to terminate an FAA-recognized their uh, identification area for cause upon finding that the FAA recognized identification area could pose a risk to aviation safety, public safety, national security, or that the person who submitted the request, blah, 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 uh, uh, had false or lied lied about the process. Uh, so they're basically saying if we want to shut it down, we can just say, oh, you know, public safety, uh, national security, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. yeah, yeah
0: your flying
2: field is next to a
0: school. Nope. Done. Yeah.
2: Oh, your yeah. flying field is, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's too close to Baltimore. Nope, done, or D.C., nope, done. Everything, it's like, uh, they're, they're literally just, like, just, you know, scraping our will to be in this, cl- like, in this, you know, hobby, and just trying to take all our, like, will to, like, be in this, like, to do this hobby away from us by putting all these regulations on us, and we're yeah. not the problems. No. You've never been a problem, right? What was the history of, of AMA? Like, we've been a CBO that's been self-organized and, and you know, for longer than the
0: FAA's been around. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, they brought up one thing on, uh, which I had never heard of. I didn't know that a Blackhawk helicopter got taken down by a drone. I don't, I don't know where that
1: was or anything. No, it any wasn't the... taken down. It, it did get hit. Okay. Yeah, I know
2: a news chopper got hit recently. Buy a drone, too. Like, it was a white drone. It's got to be a freaking Phantom. I mean.
1: I don't think anything's been crashed by a drone yet. No.
0: And it's not going to stop those people. No. The people that buy these things at Walmart or whatever and that fly them out at our front yard don't even know that this exists. Yes. You know, Fred used to say all the time where they should make it known when they buy them or register when you buy them. Uh, Is that going to be part of this? I don't know.
2: No, because you know why? Then Best Buy or all these retailers will be bitching to them saying, well, you know, you're hurting our bottom line
0: in our business. Well, that's going to be interesting to see. You know, uh, when this test is, uh, you know, this test is is law now we're supposed to take it. It's going to be interesting for me to walk into Best Buy and act ignorant and go. Oh, I just want to buy it and go flying. You know, I'm going to take off in the parking lot. And I wonder if if nobody says anything. I, now yeah, whose I fault mean, is it?
2: Come on, you're talking about a, a you know 18 year old, 20 year old kid right. that works at Best Buy. They don't give a
0: fuck. They he don't know the law. He doesn't they say anything. Care. He sells you that $800 drone.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: This is going to it's going to be interesting. And you know, uh, it's like.
2: And you think about it, and they're trying to like, they package all of these regulations and rules and proposals around safety, right? Safety, 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 safety. And, you know, I think that's a cop out. I don't think it's a safety issue. I don't think we've ever really had a big safety issue. I think the issue is that these, you know, I don't want to, these big corporations, these ABC corporations maybe, want to get into. Delivering with drones and clearing this, you know, this this range of airspace that they can use, and we're in that airspace, and they want to get us out of it. So that way, they can, and they have all the millions of dollars they could pay these lobby, these, you know, yeah, these folks to pass these laws. So I, I mean, you know, our, we do have a section where we, we want everyone to send comments and stuff, and we'll we'll advise that stuff, but part of me says what you what use is it going to do like a billion people with complaining about something and a billion dollars getting in some you know person's pocket like i don't know i can ignore a billion people's complaints for a billion dollars
0: no oh, sure the same right sure when you think about what one say dude say a. I i mean we live in a very urban area in, in the northeast here uh, and say you have You know, say you have one warehouse with a 100 drones. Just make it a nice round number, dude. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a 100 deliveries that you don't have to pay gas for. You don't have to pay a guy's health care. You don't have to pay a guy's salary. You don't have to pay any of that union stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're using UPS, you don't have Mm -hmm. to pay any of that stuff. So they can save a shit ton of money by doing that. And make a shit
2: ton of money on top of that, too. Right, right. Right. You know, like save money, make more money because they're going to increase their delivery, um, quantity of deliveries per day and all that stuff. Like, you know, it's it's and and what can we do? Like, yes, we're going to send our comments. We're going to complain to our senator. We're going to try to, you know, get everyone in our family, everyone on our friends on Facebook and everywhere to to, you know, click the link and say, hey, you know, this shouldn't happen. I just don't know if it's going to do any good
0: when it comes to money because fucking people are greedy and money rules all. I'm just going to build an Iron Man outfit and I'm going to fly around in that and the hell with it. I'm just yeah, going to be Tony that's Stark. That's a lightweight. <laughs> freaking do that.
2: Lightweight, you don't need to get numbers or nothing on it. You can just go for
0: it. <laughs> I want the government you to come th- after you me. You want
1: 3D print that?
0: No, but I'll tell you what, my my freaking monster killing robot that I'm going to release on the world when I'm when I die is coming more and more <laughs> to reality. But uh, no, dude. You know,
2: make sure you have a remote ID tag on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, (laughs) but you're right, dude. Like anybody that's going to do anything malicious, they're not going to register. You're going after. They're going after us. I don't know why. Possibly to do all this with corporations. Who knows?
2: Uh, What else could it be?
0: I mean, it's always in the name of safety. Yeah, but but when you when you look at the the issues, man. There really haven't been much with, when you think about how many people are out there flying every weekend. How about you do
2: this? You ban
0: DJI,
2: and I'm I'm shouting out DJI because those are the most easily accessible, you know, quads that do GPS and all this stuff that people are using. Um, and you ban fucking quads just in general, just no no FPV, no flight, no flight controllers, none of that stuff, <laughs> just for a while, six months. See if there's any incidents. I bet you nothing. Because people who fly airplanes and helicopters aren't doing that shit. And I know I have friends in the quads and stuff. They're going to be pissed off that I said something like that. Sorry, Wes. But, you know, like, if they went to that extreme and saw that nothing happened in the year, whatever, of, of them saying, like, let's ground this shit for now, this would all go away. They, there'd be nothing for them to complain. They wouldn't be saying, oh, well, this drone hit my thing. Because... You know, they wouldn't say, oh, this 700-size helicopter hit my thing because, you know, it's a big heli. But when it goes a couple hundred you know feet away, you could barely see it anyways. What the, you know, like yeah. we're not going to spend $2,000 on a helicopter and let it fly away and, you know, like, no <laughs> –
0: and, what if, this shit would happen? and ah. in my mind, dude, if if safety is what it's all about, how come I never hear consequences of what's happened? When I see the videos on YouTube of a guy flying over an airline or whatever, or come in close contact to a, a news mm-hmm. helicopter or whatever, how come I've never, ever heard what the consequences on? They caught that guy. That should be front page. The AMA should be always talking about that.
2: Yeah. They should be making an example of him. Yeah. Of that person. Yes. That should have happened years ago. No, but it doesn't because it doesn't happen. It's it's not there. Like I said, it, 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 there's an ulterior motive with this. It's not about
0: safety, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're, if it if it was about safety, car, man. We should, safety, we should we should be right. hearing about you know consequences. Yeah. Shit, I freaking I I know how much it is to to drive without inspection sticker or get caught drunk driving, man. And I'm I don't keep up with that stuff. You just know, like, yeah, you hear it on the news. You hear it on. I see it on on a billboard as I'm going by, you know, all the time, all the time, how much yeah. is going to cost you, how much does it cost you? How much, you know, you can, you kill
2: someone and all the stuff like it. Yeah. Everything. And they make it obvious. But then when it comes to this, if it's such a safety issue, right. where is those warnings? Where are those billboards? Where are those TV ads? Where, where is it in the news? Except that, oh, there was a drone strike, but like, you don't really, I don't know. Like, you can't really tell like, yeah. Okay. There's a little white mark on the thing. You know? And, yeah dude, sure.
0: To bounce back to what you said, too, about all these people and what they've been doing with the quads, that's been going on, like, the Wild West for three years now, whatever, four years, and we haven't really had any issues. Yeah. So even the worst of the worst is out there. There's been no registration, no crazy anything. It's Like I said, it's been the Wild West, and and we still haven't had any problems, really, except idiots flying into their garage. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah, so I, and, I don't know, dude. I,
2: I don't know. I don't know, and I don't. I don't want to keep on pointing fingers at like FPV or quad folks or anything like that because I don't think. I don't think it's the quad racers, obviously, but they yeah. don't fly that high. They don't fly that. Well, far. I
1: was going to say, if you wanted to make any distinction, you could go back to the GPS mm-hmm. enabled stuff, because even FPV, if um, a guy's flying FPV on a quad with no GPS stabilization. It takes a level of skill to do that, like a, a freestyle or a racer or something. He's going to be crashing and building up that level of skill. He's not going to be the one that flies into the airplane or this or that. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're basically hobbyists just like we are. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's really only the the novice people or people that are completely outside the hobby with the, the phantom or the whatever they buy it to buy at the store. They're the so really just the GPS thing would probably separate everyone from everyone else.
2: Yes, I, I agree to that statement, but I, just to add to it, like I think some of the folks that do like the building diving and stuff is is that adds like this wow factor, but then also that is kind of dangerous if you're flying a quad in a well, heavily true. populated you know
1: city. Well, they're just assholes then. But
2: there, are, those are assholes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and those are the people that should also give made an example,
1: <clears throat> you know. But yeah, I mean, but there's assholes in everything. What about the the yeah. guy? You know, I'm driving down the road and some. Jerk goes by me doing 120 on his sport bike. And yeah, you got school. racers. I mean, there's there's you, yeah. assholes in, in everything. everything. Yeah,
0: Dude, there's you know? assholes in line at the grocery store. You got too many items. We just had a woman beat up another woman because she had over 15 items in the 15 or less aisle, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it's... Like- she deserved it then (laughs) she totally did but
2: it's so it's so ridiculous though right like i mean come on like if we put this in any other example like outside of our hobby like we're doing with the junk driving or cars or racing or any of that stuff like it's pretty ridiculous and people are made examples of all the time
0: uh, but i see a huge difference too between that dude the difference is like those are all kind of negative stuff not the car driving but i mean this is such a huge positive this hobby where you got First of all, you got families that come together where I could go on for hours about how they want to kill that, but mm-hmm. you also have you know engineering skills that young kids are learning. I mean, the couple of podcasts I listened to uh, just just recently touched on that as well, and they they have a great point. Yeah. and I also, you know yeah. I think down the road, like you know, twenty thirty years from now, we're we gonna have to get all our engineers from another country because little kids can't grow up learning how to fly planes or anything anymore. Our airline pilots, yeah. Don't know, you know how to solder. Don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like our hobby
2: directly fits into the model of STEM and STEAM. Right. Like more, more STEM. I guess more. Yeah. You know, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. And it's like, how are you gonna take something that can future our, you know, our future generations to be more engineering mindful, more, you know, scientific, more, you know, trying to get
1: what, what us to be argue that level. If design designing planes from scratch there's an artistic element to that as well so then that becomes and now steam, steam. Right. yeah
0: and then the whole troubleshooting aspect dude i mean yeah that translates into so many other different things and then you know maybe not so much i mean helicopters
2: are very engineering and in physics bound but but think about like airplane design right you're now talking about um you know airfoils and cg and just like physics that come like that are it's good to know because that will then, you know, bring the future Elon Musk and the future Einstein's future the kids, you
1: know, uh, with the flight test foam. I was just building their own airplanes too. and stuff. Yeah,
0: and those build tents are constantly going. They're awesome. the, They're not gonna. They know they it might not fly, but they're experimenting with all that stuff. They're or figuring. The, out uh,
1: yeah. or the Peter, you know, Shreples of right. the world? Yeah. they're building weird stuff to see if it'll Andres, fly. And, yeah,
2: all of those yep. folks. And and what what is this going to do? It's going to kill those, not, not the kids, but it's going to kill that type of drive in America. We're going to be nothing but musicians, sports athletes, and that's it. And that's only one percentile. And the rest are going to be low uh, end, yeah. you know, low up. low lower class. Can't can't freaking, you know, don't graduate any high school or nothing. Freaking sit there and we're working at fucking McDonald's.
0: I guess I'll just buy more stock and microsoft and sony because they'll be selling more xboxes and ps4s and shit like that yeah yeah might as well i just uh that's it's sending i mean
2: i i don't know if you know these folks that are making these rules or proposing these things are are looking at the bigger picture of what they're doing because i don't think they are and i think you i, I think you mentioned it someone mentioned it
1: well, this, when we were talking to, to be honest we're such a very small hobby, like the numbers of people in this hobby are so insignificant that they don't really care, probably. Yeah. Well, well be, and,
2: and helicopter. in the
1: grand scheme of things.
2: But I mean, how many? Yeah, I guess so. Because even
1: 100,000 people isn't a lot. In, in, a, in a country of 300 million. Seven, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know.
2: All right, so there is a section about homemade aircraft, and I found this, uh, Andy, you were talking about this. And I found this very interesting, too. So.
1: Yeah, and I can't find where I... Wait, maybe I have it here. They we're talking about an exemption, I think, for home-built airplanes or aircraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a guy who wrote an article here, and he's saying... There's a caveat to that, though, right? Yeah. the the FAA proposed clarifies that this means more than 50% of the total components in the unmanned aircraft system, which includes the ground control station, must be fabricated and assembled by the hobbyist. So, oh, so. <laughs> so you, you think, oh, well, if you build your own airplane. But are you building your servos? Are you building your receiver, receiver. Yeah. from scratch? <laughs> yeah. Building your motors. Are you building your, oh, you yeah. building your you- transmitter? Right. Are so you building your it, transmitter? The way, the way they have it written as of now, it would be almost impossible to b- build your own aircraft that would come that would comply with the the exemption for home stuff. See now dude, this
0: that part of it is completely absurd. This is I could relate it to myself parking my big-ass freaking Dodge quad cab Hemi-engine truck in a flex vehicle spot. And when people ask me, I'm like, yeah, dude, that thing gets 36 miles to the gallon. I can point at that aircraft and say if there's no stickers on anything. Yeah, I put those servos together myself, dude. I 3D printed all that shit. What are you going to do, take my airplane apart? I mean, to prove a point?
1: <laughs> I guess the point of this is is even if you build your own You scratch build something out of Balsa, you would still have to have a remote identification on it. Mm Because the way it's written now, there's no way – it's basically impossible to build enough of the stuff on your own to constitute more than 50% of the total system.
2: When you were mentioning, like, you have to build your own transmitter, I was like, oh, great. Now we're going to talk to the
0: FCC. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: It's like FAA here, FCC over here. they are a real bunch of jerks,
1: too. (laughs) I just, I can,
0: I can see myself arguing with some stupid idiot out in the middle of a field. And I'm like, yeah, I built all that. I did. How are you going to tell? How are you going to prove that I didn't? Because it has a sticker that I took off of it or something. Yeah. It's just so stupid. It's ridiculous. Like my parked vehicle. How are you going to tell me it doesn't get 72 miles to the gallon? You want to go for a ride? I mean, (laughs) it's ridiculous. Mm hmm. All
2: right. So, what are the next steps? what What can we as hobbyists do to try to combat this a little, or try to advise the FAA and their, our you know lawmakers that we are here, we are in this hobby, we don't do bad things. Why are you trying to kill us? You know, why are you trying to kill this hobby for us? So, what are the things we can do?
1: Uh, we have to send comments to the FAA for be the first place. And trying to find the maybe we can put the link and stuff and everything. I'm trying to find it, but I'm having a hard time. But we got to We got to submit comments. We got to use this 60 days to submit comments uh, explaining how this will damage our hobby and how we're not happy with it. And it needs to be revised. Some compromises made and this and that. Like I said earlier, this is the proposed thing where if the, and I'm kind of paraphrasing what I heard from, um, the AMA government affairs director, Tyler Dobbs on the AMA podcast. Mm -hmm. But this is what the FAA would want if they had zero objections. But if we send comments in, then we can maybe get some, some compromises made and stuff. Yeah, uh, I was. He's apparently we did make some headway on the 400 foot rule, some exemptions for certain sites, and a way to get sites to um, uh, apply for exemptions and stuff, which I didn't realize. So the the comments sending the comments in does make a difference. The more, the better. That's good to hear. Yeah, I, everyone, all our listeners should definitely listen to episode 16 of the AMA podcast with Tyler Dobbs. Cause he, it's only 25 minutes and he goes through mm-hmm. some of the, the good things that we got, um, from the 400 foot rule. I mean, how we actually did make some difference with our comments. And he talks a lot about this remote identification stuff and what some of it means and how we <clears throat> need to, be sure we do our comments and stuff to, you know, maybe get some. Yeah, try to make an impact. Yeah, yeah try to make it. It's never going to be great, but we can make it less shitty. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to look real quick on the FAA website where we can send our comments. Or do we send them to our congressmen or both? Probably both. I think, I think all of it. <laughs> all Just of the above. With all of it.
2: So, I think what we can do is when we release this podcast, um, I'll take it as an actionable item for myself. Um, I'll try to look up some of these links and post it with the um, the show, I guess, notes or yeah, whatever Yeah, I've got a link here,
1: but it's a big, long thing. It's yeah. federalregistry.gov, and then it's blah, 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 remote identification of unmanned aircraft systems. And then there's a there's a form you can fill out and stuff and then we can, uh, basically if you go to the AMA website, they have yeah. some, some forms and all the links and stuff you could possibly need you go to modelaircraft.org. Okay, cool. So, yes. That'd be the first place to, to go. Whether you're an AMA member or not, to be honest, mm-hmm. they have the links to get you in the correct spot. I should send an
2: email out to my, my whole company under – we have, like, a chatter email group, which is pretty much, like, 90% of the company. So maybe, like, 1,500 people <laughs> like, please just go here and just click yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, you know, please don't do this. Don't yeah. do this, you know, <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's
0: very <laughs> important.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: Yeah, there is a quick out. link to the uh, government relations blog, which has a template on uh, the UAS remote ID. Mm. And I think um we were
2: talking about it this offline, but I think it's more about how many people they're hearing these comments from, more than like right. writing in a very lengthy comment. And that was something
1: interesting. That I another point I picked up from from Tyler Dobbs. He said uh, you could write the most eloquent, well written, perfect comment that anyone with common sense would read and say, "Oh wow that that makes a lot of sense." But if there's only five of those, the overall volume of comments is not enough to, to, to matter. But if we send in, you know, ten thousand comments, even if they're not all uh, super long and well written, that's the volume is what makes an impact. Yes. So than just the the content exactly. Yeah. Not to so. say that you don't need some content. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you can share a story of how the hobbies impacted your family or your life or improved mm-hmm. anything about it. I mean, that's helpful, but the volume of contents of comments seems like uh, very important. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now that you put it like that, dear FAA, you suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Send. <laughs> that's a real bummer, dude. It really is real downer. Yeah. It is. So now if this whole thing pushes me closer to alcoholism and I don't need a really big shove, can I like sue the
1: government for this is you too. I thought you crossed that border.
0: <laughs> I know, right? When did you
2: not become an alcoholic? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm a
1: responsible alcoholic.
0: Oh, uh, jeez.
2: But the second word is still alcoholic, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, uh, just playing, just playing. Uh, I should be able to
0: claim something, dude. Yeah.
2: all right let's let's move it on let's uh, you know we've been we've been talking about this topic for a little bit and and dude i gotta
0: i gotta respect the other podcast man because uh we could end us too we did a pretty good job i could pat myself on the back or whatever but you know you can get in front of a microphone and easily for an hour start screaming it's just it's that frustrating it really is oh Uh, i i wasn't screaming for the last hour (laughs) no you're
1: you're actually pretty good dude Uh, Good job. I've not said a whole lot because I don't want to get, give the wrong info. Yeah. So I really, really urge all you guys to go listen to the AMA podcast, the RC roundtable, and get online and read some of these summaries of what's yeah. going on.
3: Yeah. Read you the know, official stuff. Spend, don't. A,
1: mm-hmm. spend a few minutes while you're on the shitter and, and read some of this stuff. Educate to- yourself just a little bit.
0: I always say, go to the source. Don't read stuff on Facebook and, or watch YouTube. No, go
1: to yeah, go to the AM the AMA website, modelaircraft.org is a good place to start or you can go to the the FAA website. I would steer clear from a lot of the YouTube channels and stuff cuz most of them are just screaming and yelling and not giving actual good info. Some probably are, but some aren't. And it's
0: hard yeah. not to scream and yell for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. But that's not going to teach you anything. No. Or help us out, really. It helps me out <laughs> for a little <laughs> bit. So, anyway, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's move it on, then. Yeah.
0: Let's move on to some good, good stuff. Some
1: news. And announcements. All right. How was that? That was good. Sounds good to me. What do we have? Well, I
0: wrote that. I wanted to say congrats to Rich Sowers from Telerotor. He, uh, he's a granddad. Again, somebody wrote? Yeah, uh, yeah I think awesome. this is his second. Well. Okay. Yeah, I heard that on his show, and I actually stopped what I was doing and wrote it down. I wanted to make sure I gave him a congratulations.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he has a grandson that's... Uh... I don't know. He's like 8 or 10. I think he goes with him to some of the events and stuff. Okay. Hangs out. I think he might even be flying a little bit. Nice. That's what we need, some new blood in the hobby. Yes. Steve, do you know about this new heli company?
2: Yes. I saw this on Facebook the other day, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So there's a new heli company called, uh, what was it called again? Tron. Yeah, Tron, this is your favorite thing, huh? helicopters. Yeah, so their first helicopter release is a 5.5, so 550 size heli. And, um, you yeah, know, it looks pretty cool. The canopy looks cool. The design looks very similar to to kind of the helicopters that we see these days. So they're, you know, it's kind of a proven technology. Um, boom support list boom, yeah, which uh, I'm digging. Looks a
0: little Oxy 5 ish.
2: It looks a little Oxy 5 ish with a little bit of like a an excel kind of frame layout a little or maybe even more of a synergy looking one and then like the battery connector like the bad not connector but the battery um locking mechanism is pretty cool and stuff which is what kind of looks like a a different version of like kind of like how synergy locks and stuff so i don't know in any case there's a new you know helicopter
1: that where did brand you find pictures out? of this thing
2: there's a video. Um, oh, I,
1: fuck that. I ain't watching video. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's cool. We'll see. We'll see how it, how it turns out. Um,
0: so yeah, more the better. Are yeah. they an American company? Uh, German company? I think they're a China company. China company? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So, so we'll see. We'll see how it, turns out how they come out and you know it, they're supposed to have some they do have some cool design things that i think most helicopter brands are now kind of already doing that it's mm-hmm. it's easy to access the servo and the servo horns and stuff like that um for any maintenance repairs it's a belted heli um i do like that and mm-hmm. like i said before it's a boom supportless uh boom setup which i i i'm digging uh 12s success setup you know can be uh, low head speed has three different gear ratios you can set up for the tail so that's nice too I know you'll dig that Andy mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's cool looking we'll see we'll see
0: what comes of this I like the turn design on their uh, all their links I like that. all of it yeah that's yep. pretty cool So and they're from nice. Goldinger Switzerland is where oh, it is says it? on their Facebook yeah uh, okay when you hover on their Facebook page um, oh cool those look I mean, pretty cool.
2: Page.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So we'll, we'll see.
2: And, and like I said, it's nice that there's, you know, in this day and age where, I mean, I guess we're on an upswing because a lot of people are like, the hobbies died, the hobbies died. And like new helicopters
3: yeah, coming it's, out. it's, you know, it
1: bottomed out. And I think we're slowly going back up. Yeah. Till the AMA score squar- or the, till the FAA squashes us back down. Mm
2: hmm. <laughs> So that's cool, though. I like that there's new brands coming out, and hopefully uh, they'll continue to do their thing. And, and more companies, meaning more competition, meaning more innovation and development, right? Absolutely. So, there and you
0: go. Uh, if you go to TronHelicopters.com, it says countdown is on seven days. Ooh, since they re- okay. So they so, have a countdown. Nice. Yeah, by the time we release this, well, it's probably going to be three days. Three or, or four three, days, three yeah. Three or four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool
1: awesome
2: all yes. right so not only do we have a new helicopter company what do we got here
1: we have a new rc heli podcast yes from some guys down in australia yep yes. it's called inverted down under yep how would you say it, steve
2: inverted down under down under down under
1: <laughs> and I, I listened to it and but damn if I didn't forget the name of the two guys. I think one is Ozzy Mozzie and Ozzy, one Ozzy,
2: is
3: yeah.
1: Mark. Or it's Michael. It's Mac. Uh, Isn't it?
2: Isn't it Mike? Mike no, A. Glocken? Jeff. Oh, Jeff. No, Jeff.
0: Jeff. Yeah.
1: Wait, it's not. It? Yep. Je- uh, one of the Jeffs. Is it Jeff? Yeah. One of the Jeffs from Australia. One of those
0: guys. One of those guys okay. named Jeff. Oh, awesome. From Australia,
1: but I can't remember which one. I don't think it's Chopsy. No. No. Chops are, it's not Chops. It's oh, no. Jeff. Okay. If, uh, Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. I forgot. Dude. I listened to the first show. It's been show. like two weeks since I heard it. It was pretty good. <laughs>
0: it's a pretty good show, man. Yeah. What was killing me was the names of some of the places they were talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we were over at Walla Walla Bing Bang or whatever the hell they were saying. I was
1: cracking up. The, oh, shit. The, the and the, yeah. The, yeah.
0: The Boogaloo. <laughs>
1: check them out
0: yeah inverted down under kind of uh, <laughs> so bad <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a chick I knew oh, oh <shit>. boy <laughs> uh, um so what next we got here
1: uh next yes, we finally. have the uh what is a uh, new uh cooling fan for the scorpion ESC is the Tribunus. High speed cooling fan, 40 millimeter. That is badass. Yeah, it looks cool too. Uh, it's built uh, aluminum alloy, which I think is really sweet. I think it, let's see, it's suitable for the uh, 200. Okay. And the, uh, the Tribunus, the Tribunus 14, 200 amp, the model two of that. And then the 300 amp. And it says the MSRP is 2299. If you feel like you might be getting your ESC hot or something, need a little bit of cooling. It's one of the nicest like fans that I've seen because it's aluminum and just looks cool.
0: I'm already looking at specs for my 3d printer and seeing if I can put this on like 40 by 40. I know I have a fan that size. It looks
1: badass, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> it really looks cool It's the speed that I might get nervous about But hey, you want to keep that filament cool Until it gets right to the nozzle Yeah Sorry you non-3D printing guys uh, But uh, I'm talking about
3: Yeah
0: it. <laughs> And fan speed is 16,000 RPMs Yeah Yep, yeah, That's awesome Is that really man.
1: a high speed though for a fan that size I don't know I don't know either I guess not. Weighs twenty two grams. Not a lot, but that's that's not insignificant.
0: I was gonna say there's nothing cooler than uh hearing that fan start up when you plug your battery in.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I kinda find it annoying. I so. think it's
0: cool as hell. It's almost like pre turbine.
1: I had sound. a fan on my, my one thirty hobby wing and when I crashed it one of the one of the blades broke. Okay. So I turn it on this make this weird noise. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this thing? And I figured out the blade broke, so it was way out of balance. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I just took it off and didn't have another one. And to be honest, I've not needed it. I might need it this summer or next summer. Oh, check this out. A new UMX plane from Horizon Hobby. Really? Kind of looks weird. Yeah, it looks really weird, but it's 3D capable. It's like a 3D wing. That makes sense. Yeah, this is well. The reason I brought this up is you were Steve. You were talking about wanting to fly something indoors. Mm -hmm. This looks like something that would be good to fly around indoors. Yeah, and the price is cheap, in my opinion. Yeah, it's cheap. It's one ass, but it's brushless. Oh, I don't uh, like the 1S batteries. <laughs> no, I don't either. But it's brushless. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever been a 1S brushless planer.
0: Yeah, I know yeah 1S some...
1: batteries kind of suck, really.
0: There's been some 2S brushless. Definitely 2S, right?
1: yes. Right? But I haven't seen a 1S. Yeah. And I can't,
0: I'm trying to scroll through the but pictures.
1: Steve. It flies on a way bigger 1S, Steve. It yeah. Not those little tiny ones. It uses the a 150, 1S yeah. 500. Yeah, amp hour. Okay. So it might not be as crappy as those little one fifties or two hundreds, but nonetheless, well, going to
0: need a, uh, something larger for yeah. dual dual engine model. You know, right? Wait,
2: but the, engines, the motors are so tiny.
0: No <laughs>
1: differential thrust.
0: Uh huh. You know what's going to uh, be the best thing about this plane? It's going to uh, scream. Yeah. It's going to annoy the shit out of people. Yes,
2: and the other good thing about it is that it's not using like some stupid connector. It's actually just using like a JST connector, which is
0: fine. Oh, in my Nice.
2: It's not like the you know like the hard mount yeah, connector. Make
1: performance thirty percent better. Yeah. Than those little uh, micro JST it... connectors.
2: Yeah, is that what it's called? Micro JST. Oh, yeah. yeah those things cannot. They burn out. They can't like handle amps.
1: Yeah, and they're a they're a bottleneck too. So. mm Hmm. Anybody that's ever done any tiny whooping knows that they really suck. Yeah. Nice. So check that out. Oh, we didn't even name it. It's the UMX oh, right. <laughs> Ultrix. 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 Ultrix, the Bind and Fly Basic is 119
2: $1, dollars UUBB. UMX Ultrix Bind and Fly Basic.
1: Yeah. Next shipment, early January. So that's right now. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Early, <laughs> early January? January?
2: Isn't that now? <laughs>
1: Right? Uh, yeah. I, normally, I don't really care about these little UMX planes, but uh, the fact flies. that it's 3D capable and you could, you know, fly around doing high alpha or tight flips and rolls and stuff like that makes it okay. If I was going to fly indoors in a gym or something, this would be mm-hmm. something I'd be interested in.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, talking about gyms and indoors, I.
2: I think was it yesterday or today? I'm looking at my Facebook and I'm like, oh, we were at Oh right. Yeah, it was like a picture
0: March, February, March.
2: I don't know. Maybe I must have posted it later or whatever, but I was just like, oh, I was looking at pictures from like two years ago or something. So Yeah. That was like really, really tiny. (sighs) It's tiny and but I think it'd be cool. And it does have the AS3X and safe, so you could do your bank limiting, pitch limiting, all that stuff. Um all the self leveling and stuff. So if it gets if you're doing 3D and it gets all out of whack for you, just click a button and
1: there you it's go. It's a thirteen point five inch wingspan. Yeah, it's tiny. But that's <laughs> good, though. I mean, this thing would be
2: would look awesome doing flat
1: spins too, you know? Oh yeah. I bet it'd do some badass flat spins. Yeah. Rolling Harriers or something like that where you could use that thrust. Yeah, rolling Harriers right to the ground. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah.
2: I like that you could get optional LEDs on no, it. No,
1: you'd be going like full speed. You'd bank, yank, bank, yank, and then you'd hit the wall. <laughs> or land it in the rafters.
2: I'd probably bang it in the rafters. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I'll go inverted, do the wrong rudder or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bang it right into Bill's head or something. Yeah. Poor Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One uh, over the break, we had a big brain icon update. Oh yeah! Oh, the big
2: brain. Point oh, yeah, oh, oh. Not, not a small brain update, but a big brain update.
1: <laughs> well, there's been a several over the little last little while, but I don't I hadn't mentioned them because frankly they uh, didn't seem that interesting. Is mostly like integration stuff and free stuff tweaks for the integration and just little stuff like that but this update actually has some neat stuff in it from now on the aux channel can be separated into two different channels one aux b dedicated to the auto level rescue function and then aux and then b aux 2 dedicated to the channel 2 output and that means you can use stuff like um, buzzers, uh, switch glow, lights, landing gears, whatever. Nice. And also, you can uh, run a servo out of that with the CCPM mixer for a um, a four servo swashplate.
2: All right, time to buy the uh, Velo eight hundred and eighty.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of interesting, to be able Mm -hmm. to do four servos because I don't know, can V-bar do four? I don't know. know I don't think so.
3: Bavarian, right?
1: Can yeah? There's not many that can do that, and that's something you see on some scale birds Mm -hmm. and some. Well, like the bellows. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I just I find it interesting.
2: Yeah, and I, I like that it's like, you know, it's not an incremental update, but it's an actual like full version update, you know, mm-hmm. that's just in the big update. So, so they had enough changes in this update to be like, we're going to release this as a big version update um, and give a whole bunch of extra features and not just like one or two little tweaks.
1: Um, the, one other thing is the minimum value for ramp up in the governor can be reduced to two from three before. So, a little bit slower ramp up in your governor. Yeah. Scale models. Nice. love that. Yeah. And, uh, a, a lot of little stuff. I don't see anything really big other than the, the aux channel stuff. Mainly the, the fourth servo is, is, I think is pretty interesting. And, uh, so yeah, check that out if you fly. Uh, V bar. I mean, if you fly Brain or Icon,
0: yeah, it's 3.3.0. Yeah, yep. big so it's a number. full version update. Yep.
1: There's a an update for the app as well. If you use the Bluetooth stuff or the the PC.
2: Yep, the Android or yep, all of that stuff. Yep. Awesome. Keep innovating. Love it. Yep. Yep. Cool. Do we have
0: anything else?
1: Um, I have nothing else.
0: I have nothing else.
1: Okay. I got nothing else.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: All right. So let's move it on to what's next for
0: you in a hobby. Woof.
2: Yeah, we got a lot of stuff written here.
0: Nothing. <laughs> we got nothing written here. You know, dude, I it's supposed to be really nice this weekend, as in temperature-wise, it's supposed to be maybe upper 50s. Whoa, wait, what? Really? Yeah, but, yeah. but it's supposed to rain. So I'm not sure what's gonna happen with me much. in the hobby. Mm. Well, Sunday is
2: chance of little rain, morning rain, decreasing clouds, temperature near the record of sixty seven. Yeah, it's supposed to be sixty two degrees. Oh jeez! Holy crap. Saturday sixty five. Yeah, that's just crazy. But that's with rain now. And that's breaking the record of from twenty fourteen, so
0: wow. Wow. Uh, Global warming. All that All time people. I'm spending outside with the aerosol cans really helping now. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's kicking in. Awesome. <laughs> oh, the hell with the grandkids! I'm freaking cold. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They could just move more north if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> stay cold. <laughs> All right. Um, It'd be cheap real estate. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? You're gonna fly? What are we doing? What's your stuff?
0: Yeah, but I guess I'll I'll shoot for Sunday.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that sounds good yeah i'll be doing more printing and i don't know what else probably not going to build anything else uh you know what i want to do though since i I wanted to say this earlier since we got these willy-nilly's kits i'm really amazed at how balsa is to work with like if you have something didn't quite fit right or left a gap i love how you i could take a small piece fill it in there sand it down and it looks like you know it it looks like it was like like it grew there you know it looks amazing mm-hmm. so i got that 30 that 30 cub still in my shed and it's like 60 inch or some shit and i'm gonna i'm gonna i want to pull the covering off of that i know it's gonna be an ordeal but uh yeah, I really but that's
2: en- like a cloth and dope or canvas or dope yeah, or something It's, it's some, different
0: yeah mike was like good luck getting that off i'm well, gonna yeah. see what i can do i really I'm- i really enjoyed the covering aspect too of of doing the wings and everything,
1: and mm-hmm. it really
0: really got me into it, man. Like I did exactly what John said. Like I did the wing tips each side first. Uh, yep, and then I did the bottom, I think, and then the top of the wing. And man, it came out dynamite. Like I was amazed.
1: What what covering did you use? Kevin? I used ultra some from uh, yeah. I used Ultra
0: Coat uh, Ultra Light. I think it was called.
1: Okay. You didn't order it from the from Willie Neely. No. Got a, okay.
0: I think I had something like this, so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna get um I'm trying to look now, see what exactly what it was. It was yeah, it was called Ultra Cult Parklight uh in Cover. Okay. It was Hangar Nine nice. actually. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, when I when I did the covering I actually didn't follow <laughs> Rocky Boy. Um because of the scheme that I used, I didn't want to have orange overlapping the white tips that i have on the wing tips so i actually did the um like the main wing part and then i did the tips okay um but i but i was able to get it i mean i'm looking at it now it looks pretty spot on you can't really tell at least from four feet away that i'm i'm sitting you know away from the the plane but
0: yeah and i wish i did i wish i did more sanding on the because you can kind of see through the covering And I wish I'd sanded off more of the burn of the balsa when it was laser cut. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see that. But, dude, it came out pretty good. And you know what really was cool was if it wasn't for flight test and doing the flight test planes and trying to get things, you know, 90 degree and matching things up because kind of I had to adjust a few things. Once I got the wings and the body together before I put the elevator on, I'm like, well, I got to make sure the wings are, you know, pretty in pretty good alignment with the elevator and then the rudder and all that stuff. I mean, it's mm-hmm. stuff you. it's stuff I really didn't have to think about, and I could see if this was my first building, first time building a, a Balsa kit, and I had no experience before with airplanes, it would be pretty rough, you know? Got to thank Flight Test uh, for that, man, yeah. for sure. Was, yeah, for sure. It was very cool. It was a very cool experience. Kind of got me into it.
2: Nice, and, you know, when when you rip off the covering, you're like, ah, damn it, this piece of crap, I'm throwing yeah. this shit away. Then you can bring, build that Corsair kit. They got you. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I
0: forgot about that one, man. Yeah. Yeah,
1: now
2: that's a full-on, like, boss kit.
1: You know? Yeah. Like, and yeah. any know one
2: or two nights.
1: <laughs> yeah. Probably a good way to get that covering off of that plane would be a big fire pit. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: yes. That's true. It'll go up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, if you take it out at the right moment, you might be actually able to save the the wood structure.
0: (laughs) No, that shit's gonna go up in a ball of fire. People are gonna be like, "Let me know when you throw it out. I'll just drive by and grab it." (laughs) What are you gonna be doing, Steve?
2: So yeah, I plan on flying this Sunday. I want to just get more flights in, and just I don't know. I just want to hang out. You know, maybe maybe if you do fly Sunday, we'll get Mike. We'll do like a you know morning breakfast meetup and stuff yeah that'd be awesome you know and just kind of shoot the shit uh i do want to get that align 550e maiden and you know make sure do like a shakedown flight make sure it's good and then we can maybe get that onto like your dx9 um and you know test that out oh bring that bring the blade 230 okay because uh several club members have interest in in doing the uh the training session and I want to I want to make sure we have that available uh, This Sunday Okay, well, And we can let folks know Um, You know that Come out let's uh, let's get your buddy box
0: Yeah sure know. man
2: Beyond that I got this uh, The servo tester from Michael A. Kowalski I don't know how to say his last name Kowalski or something like that Mac and I printed out a little 3D printed case for it So I just got a print out the there's like a vinyl sticker printout i can print out that'll give you like all your instructions and what the ports are i get that put out and i want to start messing with this thing and testing it and you know possibly do like um like a mini review on this you know just talk about this uh, rc heli servo centering tool that he made it's uh it's pretty cool stuff you
1: know the way it's uh designed and engineered yeah things need i kind of want one
0: yeah so wait a minute what's different between that and a regular like servo
1: testers do 760 pulse 760 pulse yep ah other than that i don't know
2: yeah so you could do um all the different pulse whips with so you could do like the 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 tail to be the 1500 or 760 or 960 so that that's cool about it i don't know there's other things on i'm not really sure but i'll give it a test and figure it out so okay yeah uh, let's see. Beyond that, I didn't get a chance to do any of that carbon fiber work that I wanted to do. And I kind of have a plan of action, but I think I need to buy some more stuff because I want to buy um, a vacuum pump and do a vacuum sealed bag instead of like using wood. So I- I'm, I'm going to try both methods. I'm going to oh, create geez. one with wood and then-, and then what I did is I bought an extra gas tank that I'm just going to cut the part that I want to use as the former and then vacuum seal it, you know, vacuum – molded i i don't know what it's called what are you what is this for it's for a gas can but it's more for oh me yeah i know this. what you're talking about yeah but for me it's more just to like mess with carbon fiber and and molding carbon fiber and you know um with the epoxy resin and stuff like that more than like what i need this for because i mean technically i can get a piece of aluminum and bend it and cut some stuff up with the tools i have and have and be done with it Mm-hmm. But instead, I want to kind of mess with carbon fiber and try this method and see um, see what I can make. You know, give it a shot. Why not? Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that that's it for me. Uh, maybe figure out this 3D printer.
1: I don't know. Whatever. Um, what about you, Andy? I'm going to – I might get out and fly some this week, possibly. Try to get out of the slump. Do it. And I want to try out the skis. Oh, maybe I'll put a picture up on the uh, Facebook for the skis, and yes. the other thing I need to do is swap out the pinion on my whiplash gasser and get that ready for the chill out next month.
3: hmm
1: And now there's a good chance none of this will happen, <laughs> but at least that's on my list.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, I'm just being honest. I appreciate your honesty.
0: (laughs) If that's one thing our listeners appreciate, it's that we're honest. Yeah,
1: good or bad. Yep.
0: Okay. I guess uh. Steve honestly doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's time to wrap it up. (laughs) All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Wrap
1: it up.
2: No, I didn't look up any of the Facebook stuff. (sighs) Ugh. Gotta gotta run the new year like we ran last year. <laughs> Unprepared. Unprepared That's as why. shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a look here. And my like, fucking shit is wrong. Oh, I can't stand my my Facebook app. Um, so let's we'll wing it. Let's see what we got
1: here. <clears throat> we got a f- some. I don't know where we stopped. Wow. We got yeah. nothing via email. Did you find them? I can see you.
2: I can't see like the new likes. I know it's, We're at nine hundred fifty nine, but I don't know who is, yeah, how many I'll,
1: of. I'll send it.
2: All right. So Facebook likes. We are at nine hundred fifty nine likes. I see three new names. So I'm gonna say it's plus three. Nice. I don't know. So here we go. We have Thomas Skook. County Line Hobbies. Nice. Line. And Felipe Costa. Felipe awesome.
0: Costa. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. That's what happens when my glass hits it and it falls off the coffee table. It's a Felipe Costa. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yes, I, I don't it's even the know the thing. guy. I don't even know the guy. And I'm picking on... Sorry, dude. Uh, Awesome. (laughs) All right, Facebook comments. What do we got for Facebook comments? Uh, I saw a few things on Facebook posted on our post from last episode, 2019. End of 2019, uh, episode 206. Uh, David Hill posted all our New Year's resolutions so we wouldn't forget them. Andy Ross said, thanks, Dave. Put a uh, laughing thumbs up emoji.
1: I was laughing because I read what I wrote.
0: (laughs) I know. And I was like, did I really say that? I guess I did. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mike D said, great job guys. Everyone here is the email for the planker. It's the shooter training or it's shooter training at gmail.com. Ian Joel said, all nice four hours. I'm off to work today. And my parts came in for my 550. (laughs) I'm going to be awesome day off. It's going to be an awesome day off wrenching. Sorry. I can't read Scott Graham. Uh, El Presidente said, Oh, hell yeah, headphones on for a busy next hour or so. And Travis Savick said, Four hours. Haha, ha, I guess it's the or so going to be good for the show. Uh, I like the longer ones myself. Oh my God, it's four hours. Holy cow, Scott. Graham says.
1: <laughs> Scott said, Oh my God, it's four hours.
0: You <laughs> guys were
2: out of control. <laughs>
0: Ian yeah. Joel said, Scott Graham, that's what she said. <laughs> uh, and then they were posting <laughs> shit back and forth. They were posting pictures back and forth of the actual show length. Nice. Uh,
1: that's got-
0: what I saw. What You see anything else, Andy?
1: Uh, I was going to say we got a big response out of the Happy New Year's post that we put up.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't even see that. Yeah. 24 comments. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't see that? <laughs> Damn. A lot of people saying Happy New Year. I, yeah,
1: did well, see, I
0: did see the post. I didn't see the comments.
1: <laughs> we read Wesley D. Penny Packer. Happy New Year's, guys. Who's that in the middle?
0: <laughs> that is me, Wesley. <laughs> Jimmy Tate sure. says Happy New Year. Thanks for your dedication to the podcast and keeping our hobby going with listening entertainment.
1: Looking forward to
0: 2020 flying helicopters. Ray, Ray Bacon. Chad Servinski, Tony Dabura. Chris Voss says, a few drinks in. Love you, fackers. (laughs) Nice. Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) My buddy, Sloan Richards. What, are y'all having a sleepover? (laughs) (laughs) It was a sleepover.
0: It was an urgent sleepover. (laughs) More
1: shenanigans. Happy New Year's, guys. Yeah. He's one of the Texas Only Fine Haley guys. Mm, Nice. Good
2: dude.
3: Yeah,
1: we kind of did have a sleepover, didn't we? yeah yeah picture from archer
2: mm-hmm. i was like where do we have a picture for all of us and i was like oh well i mean we have the um basically there's only real t- I, really just two there's the yeah. uh, lock type for life and this one
3: yeah. i
1: don't know why we're so stupid that we can't like <laughs> take a picture all three of us for our profile or something but every time we're together when no one ever takes a picture."
2: Because we're 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 living life, right? We're not trying to yeah. record the well, moments. Mean, we're trying to live the moments. So. That's
1: my excuse. But you think <laughs> we could get one picture. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you can't say shit. I'm the one that's usually taking the pictures. Yeah, no, I have both, I am. Of, them. both <laughs> yeah. of
1: them. I'm I'm saying I'm an idiot because I never take pictures of anything ever. No. Yeah.
0: And my phone's from 1989, so I can't really yeah. Take 16 any pictures. gigs of
1: memory. You can't do shit with that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right cool thank cool. goodness for steve all right do we have any more uh facebook comments oh wait, uh, wait oh we saw more from that one right wait uh no no no
1: yeah i mean just mainly everyone saying happy new year
2: yeah what's this chat saying can't wait to hear about steve's first swipe of the card <laughs> <laughs> of, what, of what card of my your credit card? credit
1: card dude <laughs> he just heard oh it. yeah yeah, 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 you're. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You're free to buy whatever you want this year.
2: I bought a 3D printer. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, I bought a YS motor. So yeah, I am. I'm. I'm back to bye. old Steve.
1: You're fine. Got yeah. a new Nitro Haley on the way eventually, sometime I'm sure.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I should do? I should get the 570 and put the 96 in that thing. One and a half minute flight. Oh, <laughs> It would go through the fuel so quickly. It wasn't a half-minute flight, but it would be freaking balls to the wall. It's fucking insane.
1: Yep. Do it. I don't know.
2: Anyways. <laughs> All right. Let's move it on to website comments.
0: Let's see what we have. I saw a couple emails. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they came in via the website, but uh, I did see a few. I guess... Now we kinda know who the Radio Shack guy is. Nathan Roberts sent us an email. Uh Rural King Black Friday. Can you believe there you took all these pictures? <laughs> can you believe there wasn't a limit on how many I could buy? Y'all should have been here. And he took three pictures of all these <laughs> freaking SEMA uh from Walmart one oh sevens and those little tiny quads that you could swallow. Um <laughs> from Walmart. They're all the SEMA brand. Yeah. That's awesome
2: (laughs) And he literally has like Six or seven of these in his car Yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) Real king black Friday Yeah Awesome
2: Uh, Let's see what else do we have here We got um, Grey Eagle Jr. sent us a picture And uh, the subject is SAB pastry long division Yummy and it's a picture It's this it, The UK has this thing called spotted dick So it says goblins it's No it's not just
1: spotted dick It's spotted dick pudding
2: Yes two spotted dick puddings
1: <laughs> Oh my
0: god Simply mm. heat and eat <laughs> Yes
2: I didn't even see that
0: oh, little <laughs> oh man, it Sounds like another girl I knew uh, <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
3: oh Alright And funny. then
2: uh, <laughs> Let's see <laughs> Javier emailed us uh, Happy 2020 Just wanted to say uh, Hope you guys had an awesome break During the holidays uh, You had a great mem- uh, Great and memorable times With your respective families Although I'll be sure about hearing some of that in the next episode. Uh, Really cool. You guys took the well-deserved break from podcasting, enjoying the festivities. Also, your bellies are stuffed. And (laughs) you put in a few pounds but got to to enjoy
0: fantastic food. I know I did. Uh, Um, Let's see. Was Javier with me? Because that's exactly what I did. (laughs) Put on a few pounds and everything. You didn't didn't look out the window? (laughs) 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 So best wishes and looking
2: forward to an even better 2020. Sounds like you guys talking hobbies are now very well established with your equipment and heli. So it's now pure progression. And I am sure when we hopefully meet up at Urcha again, you guys will be rocking the skies. Uh, he's probably progressing
1: more than I have. I've yeah. been, he's been progressing more than any of us. If he's yeah. doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. He's simming like crazy <laughs> and stuff. I'll
0: tell you though. He does make a good point, man. I'm in, I know Steve's in a good spot. I'm finally in a good place where, you know, I'm feeling very comfortable with stuff and, mhm can't wait to get some more stuff in, more maneuvers down.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, I didn't mention it, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Gray Eagle Junior sends another email. Says, "My family. Gray Eagle Senior teaching about home and school. Sometimes matches many of toys. Yelling was always an affectionate notice, and it's a picture or a screen grab of like." I guess <laughs> a, a eagle coming down, like we'll about to capture some fire or something. I don't know. I can't. I don't know what to make of this picture, but
0: it looks,
2: looks like pretty badass. From a movie,
0: but yeah. I, I don't know which movie.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure, but it looks pretty badass. Uh, let's see here, Javier. Oh, Javier, this yeah. Again. Yeah, sure he does, huh? Is uh, the subject is holy four hours show, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He did kind of call you out, Kevin. I know. I cheated. Yeah, he's like, you cheated. You padded the blank time and a weird song to make it four hours. It's not a weird song. It was like a
0: Christmas song, wasn't it? Christmas, man. Yeah. What's weird about Christmas? Damn. It's from the movie (laughs) Santa Claus versus the Martians, dude. It's the punk version of that song. I thought everybody Uh, knew that song. (laughs) <laughs> he says still it was a massive episode And
2: it took me a few days to listen But man was it worth it It was truly a really good episode to wrap the year with You guys are killing it This is very humbling You guys are uh, killing it Really you are becoming the second most important RCA Heli podcast ever And today the true frontrunners Now that RCHN is no more jeez oh, um, You are like a well oiled machine Cranking excellent content week after week Is he really listening to our episode? Except for this week. (laughs) Except for this
1: week. He must not listen.
2: Uh, Let's see. He says, I can only hope I get to see you guys again at Urcha. I think that's definitely going to happen. Pretty sure I'll be doing Saturday only. So if you guys do a cross podcast recording, I won't be in there as for sure. You'll record on Friday. Yeah. I mean, if we do do it, it'll probably be like a Thursday night or Friday night thing. But we'll see. Who knows? Uh, but that's okay. We'll settle with just saying hi, shaking hands and why not burn a few packs together. No nitro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really? Really? That's fine, Javier. No nitro, but we'll fly gassers. No, screw that. I mean, I'm fine gassers and nitro. He made a point but no nitro exclamation point. Yeah. I know. Which just means that we're all going to fly nitro. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Just,
1: just, I mean, you know. Yeah, we're gonna smoke out
2: that field with nitro. You're gonna, you gonna get high on that shit. Love there, it.
0: If nitro wasn't so expensive, we'd have a Gatorade cooler full of it. We would just dump it on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's like four hundred dollars. We can't. Afford know, that oh, no. shit. That's a fucking. I said <laughs> fifty gallon ton. <laughs> oh god.
0: Okay, Maybe anyways. it'll be nitro Gatorade or something like that. Yeah, Maybe we yeah. could
1: get like one of those little spritzer bottles, you know, and just squirt it on. <laughs> there <yourself>. you know. go. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then he finishes up saying, man, my emails are getting shorter while your episodes are getting longer, LOL. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Cheers, Javier, man. That's awesome. Thanks for yeah,
0: the, Thank the email. you, Dude, yeah. I, that's great email, Javier. And I would never compare us to RCHM. But uh, no. thank you very much. I mean, pff, those guys are still legendary,
1: you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. They, they're they're very high up there on that pedestal. It's going to be hard to, for anyone to come close.
1: Yeah. Maybe he's just counting uh, – quantity instead of quality <laughs> well dad i couldn't see we're, we're only we're we're best. Episodes,
2: 60 episodes away yeah yeah no, so. it's,
1: it's very
0: very very humbling for him to say that but uh yeah i mean yeah i appreciate it I, we i know i can speak for everybody dude we really respect those guys you know a lot
2: yeah okay let's move it on
0: to people of Podbean. okay people of Podbean, we had a few things going on on Podbean. Uh, I'll start with the last episode. Uh, 206 Blackout Mods in the end of 2019. Helly Man, Grey Eagle Jr., Rich Man, and J Bitter856. They all liked that episode. Uh, Helly Man liked two, uh, 204. Helly Man liked 205. Chopsy RC started following us. Looked like a Star Wars droid started following us. AK Seal team started following us. Joseph Hill started following us. I might have read that one. And somebody with AAAA liked episode zero, the birth, and episode one, getting to know us. So oh, somebody going all the way back a new to the listener. beginning. Yeah.
1: What?
0: Might be Fonzie.
1: <laughs> hey. Hey. Um
2: and PodBeam app is failing me right now. I cannot look up any comments. In fact,
1: I can't see them either. I was just going to say that. I don't know. Like our account looks like it got weird. Damn. Like I
2: don't see our picture. The name says name instead of free fall, But when I look
1: at no, the, oh, I got all that. I got the episodes and the normal stuff. But when I click on comments, it just says scroll zero comments. It says does it swipe say to swipe load to load? load? Yeah, I was going
0: to say,
2: do we pay the bill? I don't know. I think you pay for this, right? Did you pay uh, the bill? Do I? I don't. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll come back to this another day. Maybe Poppy's having
0: some issues. So iTunes review. Oh shit! iTunes. I was just looking at my credit card. Yeah, it says. Uh, <laughs> it says it was auto build.
1: Hey, okay. we got an iTunes review.
0: Do we? Holy shit balls! We got an iTunes review. You're you're there before I am
1: with it. December thirtieth. Alright,
0: dude. Well, you can have the honor of reading
1: it if you want. It's from Tommy Boy eighty two. Love what you guys have. Hi guys. Love what you do week in and week out, regardless of the topic, and somehow you three managed to drum up a content filled hour and a half to dull my commute. Been listening for uh been listening for the most year and a half and appreciate everything you do. Bring uh the hobby aside from Andy's beard. Hey, what's wrong with my beard? <laughs> Keep it up. And I look forward to hearing more in twenty twenty as long as it doesn't include the R two the R two print updates. <laughs> so, just kidding, Kevin. Keep up the great work and happy new year from SoCal to the free fall crew, Tommy nice. Rogers. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Tom. Awesome. So Don't next be jealous e- of my beard.
0: And next episode, we're going to have an all new section called Kevin's RC print updates and Andy's beard. <laughs> exclusively for Tommy Rogers. Yes.
2: Oh, shit.
0: And I'll have a
2: little blurb of how I broke another 3D printer. <laughs> yeah, 3D printer talk. Yeah, yep. Because the helly Heads and Tommy would love that And we are here to please So, uh-huh. yep. <laughs> Alright, so We haven't had any new voicemails recently But I think it's also partly because We stopped announcing the voicemail number So people are like, I don't know the number <laughs> So yeah. Let's announce that again So leave us a voicemail At 973 936 8936 Okay all right. And we'll play your voicemail on the show. So drop us an iTunes review or we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.show. That show. Say hi to Robert. Hey, Chris. Hi, Robert. Reboot <laughs> Reboot. Uh flight test forums off the field audio and video production other than flight test podcast we C podcast. Say hi to our good friend David Hill, aka Hill to Flyer. Hey Dave.
1: Hi David. Happy New Year, Dave.
2: Yeah, happy new. Year. Uh fellow podcasters, we have the Heads Podcast.
0: Ellie Heads are uh Kevin, Dan, Gates. and Gucci. Mike Sobey
2: the 3D printer goblin lover. Yes. Telerotor podcast.
0: Which is uh, how come I get this wrong all the time? Uh, Mike, Mike, and and
1: uh,
0: and um, Rich, and who's the other guy? <laughs> Frank. Robert. Monty. Robert. Sorry, yes. let me do that again. Mike, okay. <laughs> Robert, Mike, and Rich.
1: Yeah, yeah. There you go.
0: I gotta remember M R M R
1: or R M R M. That'll help me out. Yeah. Or R R M M. You're confusing R-R-M-M me now, R-R. dude. I'm not gonna get it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest; okay. it's
1: funnier when you don't get it, I'm, dude.
0: Yeah. And I, people think, oh, he's faking it, dude. I, literally, I, I, I'm stupid. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just outright stupid. Oh boy! <laughs> okay, BKRC <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's Bert and Kyle.
2: Uh huh.
0: That's easy to remember. Yeah, RC Roundtable. With Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Uh, high voltage. With Bobby Watts. Skids up. That's what our good buddy Frank, Javier. Scott and Paul. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
2: And the AMA podcast, which everyone should be listening to episode 16, was it?
1: Yes. Episode 16 from January 6, 2020, FAA update with Government Affairs Director Tyler Dobbs. Please, please, please go listen to this. Yes. It's only 25 minutes long, so please listen to it. Yeah.
2: And make sure you check out our friend. The Bill
1: N.
0: YouTube channel. Bill N. Yep. Or Bill N. Two. I don't know. If, does that channel even alive now? Yeah. I don't know. Re- su-
1: Resurrected. I don't know. how to subscribe to it.
2: <laughs> okay. Thanks to our listeners. Free our guys and we'll see you next time. See ya.
1: Bye. Bye. Subscribe to Bill N. Two. Yeah, Bill Ann 2. Unsubscribe from Bill Ann and subscribe to Bill Ann 2. No, don't do that. No, if If everyone left the one channel and went to the other one, it'd be kind of funny.
0: Yeah, long live Bill Ann 2. Oh, man. I want to see him do um, some boats and shit. RC sailboats, yeah, that'd be
1: cool.
0: or something. He's into Bill and Two. He's only got two videos. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what I, 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 I guess. Know. That's the whole point, right? Two videos. It's Bill and Two. He's got to start <laughs> Bill and Three. Put up three videos.
2: <laughs> 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 I know. I see where you're going with this. Yes, I guess so.
0: He's killing. Yeah. Uh,
2: <clears throat> him taking pictures of stars or something. I don't know. <clears throat> Oh, dude, you're killing me.
0: He's got mm-hmm. two videos. You gotta step it up, Bill. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks to y'all, I think. Yo. No,
0: that's not it. What up? What's up? Uh,
2: do, 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 do. Is Andy
0: here? Because I'm going to yell at him. Yes, he is.
1: He's not here. Andy. He's not here. Oh, You're free to say whatever you want about him.
0: Andy, you got to tell Steve he's using the wrong microphone.
1: Am I? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's what it, it sounds like to me. It sounds like your laptop mic. Uh, is
2: that better?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I never do catch that for some reason. I think it's because I never really listen to Steve, but <laughs> I don't actually. I think that's what it is. <laughs> He's just talking, and I just kind of zone
2: out. You're like, Steve's like, well, I did this, and you're like,
0: hmm, did I leave the stove on today? Hmm, <laughs> Not <did> like, I- <laughs>
1: hmm, what's on this Facebook?
0: It's like Homer Simpson when he went to the yeah, principal's office. Exactly. And the principal was telling him, well, your son has the intention span of a... And then this principal was going, blah, 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 blah. And Homer was going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I don't feel too bad. A few episodes was doing something, and Kevin starts watching YouTube videos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forget what that
0: was. I turned. I was watching something. It's like the something.
1: audio cuts in. <laughs> oh, whoops! Sorry, sorry.
0: Right, and I was like, "Good thing it wasn't porn." <laughs>
1: yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> funny if it was. So
0: this is going to be a hell of an episode, unless you guys did absolutely nothing for two weeks.
2: Uh <laughs> I, I, I mean I flew. <laughs> I flew. I flew a little was, bit,
1: but that's it. Sunday,
2: but that's about it, yeah. Oh
1: jeez. <clears throat> I was gonna say Kevin. if eventually Kevin's house is gonna look like one of these Chinese factories where he has like two dozen three D printers running
0: twenty four <laughs> yeah. hours a day. Yeah, I, had, seriously. I had three going earlier. There's two running right now. The printer farm. Yeah. The print farm. Just, just going to have a knockout. I'm just going to have a size, giant one inside. Yeah. It's going to print me a house. It's going to be the it's size gonna, of a.
2: It's going to print know. an addition to your house to make it bigger so you can print yeah.
0: more stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, she keeps going. She, keep, she keeps seeing me run downstairs and she's like, What are you doing down there? And I'm like, I told you I'm printing out a full size R2D2. And she's like, No, you're not. And I'm like, Yeah, I am she's like what are you gonna do with that I was like I don't know put it in the bedroom let it sit there (laughs) let it sit there and watch sleep let it sit you watch you sleep
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs)